drop. You guys, I am very excited to talk about The Breakfast Club. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I figured I should just pull it up, right? Oh, re, re, I, you need to reproduce the theme song for our show, but it has to be based on this now. Oh. Not just for this episode, oh. for the show. Okay. Do it. Okay. Um, yeah, as soon as this movie started, are we gone? Are we in? Or are we gonna? Are we gonna? No, we shut up, fuck shut around up. nonsense oh. at the beginning, dear Mister Vernon. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Read the whole thing. <laughs> Sincerely yours. The uh, there was an episode of the um, Lizzie McGuire, the Hillary Duff show that was on Disney in like the 2000s, mm-hmm. uh, where they did like their own version of uh, the Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. but it was like they had like lunch detention. It was like a group of disparate kids that had lunch detention sure, and yeah. they called themselves the lunch the lunch bunch <laughs> that's great i remember seeing that when the i was lunch bunch like a preteen <laughs> and being like that is the dumbest thing I've um, um welcome everybody to another episode go. of chew bubblegum I like that we all did our own thing, mm-hmm. and but it seemed to them, work. And, well, yeah. Oh, I was going to say the opposite. But okay, oh, go on. <laughs> well, that's Pulls just the difference off. between you and I. I being <laughs> one of those, perhaps. <laughs> oh, seamless. Seamless. And that would be the difference Swish. between you and me, <laughs> another of the hosts. Dylan Hawes. Very good. Still fuck that up. We God have damn no it. differences. I'm Tucker. <laughs> hey, Tuck. Hello. That was pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> Uh, we're <laughs> we missed 90 we, episodes in and we're almost there. We missed a podcast last week because I, I don't think we did. We did. Well, we no, did. I don't. I didn't miss it. I, I missed it. Oh, I missed yeah. it. I missed well, it. It's almost humbug. like you shouldn't have released you. the pre episode when you did. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I know. Um, we should be doing these bottle episodes and then release them all. I agree. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll do that from now on. <laughs> Was that your mouth or was that your butt? Um, <laughs> beautiful. Anyway, who gives a fuck? Nobody's listening. We're, we're kicking off our, our, our new series, uh, Fields of Dreams, where we're talking about like nostalgia, childhood movies. Yeah, this is going to um, be tough. Yeah. yeah. Or not but, tough. This is going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to mm-hmm. be fun. But, well, let's keep going. Go ahead. I'm, ex- I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited. I did not mean to interrupt. I mean, obviously, Thank I meant you. to, but you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> but I, I apologize. Yes, I apologize, <laughs> and I'm going to keep doing it, but go ahead. Um, Today we're kicking it off with uh, uh, my off. pick. <laughs> the, the last episode we did was our nominations, of course. Uh, Dylan picked Annie, the musical. Tucker mm-hmm. picked Stand By Me. Today we're talking about my pick, which was 1985's Five. The Breakfast oh, yes, Club. Yes, 85. Yeah, yeah. I got it right here. 1985's The Breakfast Club, uh, the John Hughes movie, um, which I'll, 
uh, obviously I picked it. I love this fucking movie. Yeah, and yeah. that and that's where I was about to go. Is as soon as the movie started, I was like, I am. I, it's I'm incapable of removing myself mm-hmm. and my love from this movie to sure. be to be uh, uh, yeah. objective about it because it's. From the start, like you just replayed some of the music, and I'm just like, I'm in. I yeah. love this. Mm-hmm. I'm in love with every minute of this. I don't care. And I feel like, as I'm sure you guys did watching it, you're like, yeah, I know what they're gonna say. Mm-hmm. Like you, you've got at least a third of the dialogue memorized, yeah. and it's part. It's been a part so, of my lexicon since the you know since I was a teenager. Real quick, uh, just r- both of you guys saw it in theaters no. when it came out. No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. I was a little too young. I was seven okay. when it came. I was. Out. I was what. 12 or 13 I guess I, I've seen this movie a bunch of times yeah. I obviously saw it like it, uh, it l- much after it, had been, it was a little bit older so mm-hmm. like I saw it in like 2000 like 4 or 5 sure you know in so, the theater or just no on... not in the theater uh, just uh, like went over it to a friend's house playing. and watched it with <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Rocky Horror Picture Show it just, just dropped out of the every top Saturday at the midnight. first time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was something I I think a lot of people just just to dive into it, I guess, if we're going to. I think a lot of people have always had a problem, at least I have, and I, I know other people share the sentiment that they, the like the romance, the mm. romances at the end kind of feel a little bit shoehorned. And then mm-hmm. the the a lot of people, Ugh. I think, take umbrage with the fact that the Allison character, Ali Sheedy's character, mm. gets that makeover at the end. I think a lot of people uh-huh. look back on it and are like... Uh, uh, it's not a look back. Even at the time, I was like... Uh-huh. She looked better before. I but understood you know what? what they were trying to do, but I was even at because I watched it on video when I was roughly their age. So I think I was probably a well, sophomore in high school when I saw it. It's a little, it's a little hard when uh, Allison's kind of the character you identify with a little bit. Oh, as right. you being Tucker. Yeah, yeah. Like if, if I, anybody. That's does. interesting. Then I never spent a lot like, of time oh, trying to decide so I who I. Be... Well, like, I don't think you do, but I'm I, just saying. Like I've I think felt the point some is that like, everybody's a little bit of all, you know. Yeah, that's kind of the point. Is that uh, everybody's a little and bit? It of feels kind of like a, <laughs> it feels a little bit like a betrayal. It of does herself, I, it, right? But right. you know what? I kind of unlocked for me watching it this uh-huh. time is that I've been watching. I've watched a lot of the reboot of Queer Eye, mm-hmm. and that show is so be- goddamn beautiful, mm. especially in moments where people who aren't like you know traditionally attractive or whatever word you want to use to like right. say like. The, the like the Jennifer element- Aniston's and Brad Pitt's of the yeah, world, yeah, yeah. fucking uggos. Yeah, the They're- element of self confidence that comes with the appearance and and yes. getting your shit together. And then one yeah. other thing too is um the the whole movie with Allison is her uh like her whole thing is that she's ignored by everybody. Yeah, right. And she's like doing things the, yeah. to get attention, but mm-hmm. then when you look at it from the perspective of like. Molly Ringwald's character, Claire, is like the first person to really ever show her any amount of attention yeah. in a moment. Right. Like that's actually so sweet. It is really sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I, I I think I, I always resonated with that as a kid watching it. And I again it's almost impossible because I don't I couldn't tell you how many times I've seen yeah. this movie. Right. But I appreciated that and I appreciated it more on this viewing, like, you know, trying to and, watch it with yeah. a, with an eye towards like what's going on in this film. Um, and honestly, just frankly, for me, having a better sense of being a little older and having a better sense of like the like 
just women in general mm. <laughs> and like talking to like my wife and like her friends my wife my mm-hmm. wife <laughs> yeah. about their experiences like in high school and stuff sure. like that and just having like a better understanding and yeah. knowing that people are not just one thing yeah. and are mm-hmm. like contain multitudes and she can be like the Allison that she is and still want to yeah. have somebody show that kind of attention to her and just look like that for a day and uh, or whatever I, I, you know I guess in part of my general bummerness about it is like I don't find the attractive girl look from the 80s any good it just <laughs> right. was bad yeah. 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 and Molly Ringwald is she pulls it off because she looks great and she's not giving in to the shitty things they would do to their hair mm-hmm. at least in the film she's not so yeah you know having to do the like stark difference between uh, Allison before and Allison after it was just like I get what they're doing but that doesn't look better just put right. some makeup on her and leave her hair as it was like her hair looked rad like yeah and they even like it looked to me like they even color her hair like off you know there's a little magical realism <laughs> right. that gets peppered into this movie right through, i mean the whole thing basically but that part because like her hair was jet black before and now it's kind of brown, light brown like yeah. right all she did was brush it with a <laughs> with a makeup <laughs> yeah, brush yeah. <laughs> you know but funny. i get what you're saying yeah i like that andrew also the rest of us his character is like he he recognizes something yeah. that he likes about her throughout the movie. Like yeah. he's and so it's not like she emerges like that and he's like whoa, whoa, whoa. And yeah. he relates you know, more to like, her. Oh. He relates to her when they're yeah because they both are ignored yeah by right. the people in their but lives just in different ways mm-hmm. yeah right yeah and, and that was the thing is like I actually was I think I was maybe looking for it because I knew I was coming on here to kind of like defend it because yeah. it's my pick you know mm-hmm. but. I, 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 I there's do not going to be any fighting here. Like, there's no sure. way I just to mean, rank like, these movies. I, but... I just wanted to see if I could look at that stuff in a more positive light. And if you're looking mm-hmm. for it, they do pepper it in. Like yeah. it's not as abrupt as I kind of thought it was. Uh, as I always kind of <clears throat> remember it being at the end, yeah. like their moment, like when they're going to get stuff from the vending machine and stuff like yeah. that, and yep. then like him coming up to her after she dumps her purse out and being like, yeah, "Hey, what's hey. going on?" Yeah, like yeah. and really like seeing her. Yeah. Like, that's kind of cool when you look at it that way because, she, yeah, she is dumping her purse out to try and get attention, obviously. Right. But he actually does, like, see what she's doing and, like, that she really does want them, like, yeah. somebody to, like, notice her. Well, and he does take the time to notice her, and that's yeah. kind of awesome. Yeah. It is awesome. I, I have to always point out, this is just humans. There's two girls and two boys and then an oddball. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the likelihood that they're just going to be like, okay what's going on here because it's clear at that point also that Claire and John have something going on so Andrew's not gonna mess around so right and opposites attract and all that stuff and (laughs) (laughs) but I mean you're 100% right about that 100% also what grade are all these people are they all supposed to be seniors are they all supposed to be like freshmen through senior like that part always felt like left out to me of like this is a high school what's really weird is I always got the sense that uh John and Claire were seniors. Andy and Allison were juniors, juniors and, and Brian was a sophomore. sophomore. Mm. That makes sense. I I don't, but I don't think they say that in the movie, but I just no. always got that no, sense. No, there's a sense that none of them know each other at all. Andrew right. and Claire sort of, they recognize each other as being in that, the you know, the social Their circles overlap, but they're not like, right, right. Well, they're he's not a hanging jock. out. He's, he's a sporto and she's a, yeah. what is the, do they have a term for her? I mean, she's just, I just call them socias, right? They're both just like, like socias and, and Bender at one Bender's point calls her Richie. Yeah, Richie, She's like yeah. a priss. She's yeah. like socias and the greasers, right? Like Bender and Allison are greasers. So and Andrew's a jock, but he's not rich. Right. And she's 
popular because she's rich. So yeah. he and yeah. he's popular because he's a jock. And so like right. their circles overlap, but no, they're, I, they're I, like you don't she's not inviting him to like I, I a dinner. I was party. in I an American high school. I'm just I'm just elaborating <laughs> yeah. like, for I the listener. It. Well. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I will tell you, on this viewing, I found Bender to be ins- more insufferable than the Ever. last few times. Ever. Yeah. Sure. And, it, yeah. and that has grown over the years. Like, he was always, well, okay, when you're a teenager, he's fucking rad, right? Like, okay, yeah, this is, plus, <clears throat> those were the people that I wound up being more drawn to yeah. in high school. Right. like the Bender and the Allison, right? Like, right. my, the woman I eventually married, she she dressed like that that was the look right like the big right. baggy shit and like just kind of looked disheveled and mm-hmm. who gives a fuck yeah and your hair is just well she had good hair but you know right I, I, I get, get what you, you get what I'm throwing down <laughs> yeah you, you know so and yeah obviously I don't know. I'm taking it as obvious. Like that was the the Bender character is the hero, and everybody kind of wants to be a little bit of that bad boy. At least in high school, that's the idea, right? Am I, am I, I was, off base? I was such an asshole in high school <laughs> that, like, I was so mean to so many people, and not hmm. in like not in a bully way, but just like in a John Bender way, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, that's what I mean. Like I feel I guess like that he's, was... he's more of a bully. Like he's like stealing yeah. Brian's lunches. I would never do that. But I was like, <laughs> I was a dickhead to like like jocks and yeah. like yeah. preppy kids like I, I was very mean no, I did, no. unnecessarily like in a Liz Lemon sort of way <laughs> like you remember in 30 Rock when she goes to a high school reunion <laughs> and she thought she was picked on throughout high school and then everybody's right. like no you fucking sucked that's kind of how it was I, oh, I realized that later out. like in my huh. 20s like oh no I was the asshole yeah. huh. like I was like lashing out at them first because I just assumed yeah. they were going to be mean to me. Right. Yeah, the but. Andrews, the Andrews of the school were mean to me, and so I had very little sympathy for them. But I was not like yeah. outwardly mean back because I didn't want to provoke anything because yeah, I was you didn't want to get in shit. Sure. Well, and that's I got in a lot of fights. I only got in one. <laughs> I only got in one actual fight. Oh, the gotcha. rest of it was just me avoiding everyone that was yeah. pushing me around and shit. I but. did not. I did not want to get in a fight, and I avoided fights. I was a funny guy. I got so. in fights a lot because I could. I could not keep my mouth shut. Hmm. I so. was the kind of guy who rotated between any group of people, and I, I was class hmm. president. Right? I think that's like, the way to be. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, <laughs> yeah. it's got its benefits and its you know downsides, sure. but. Um, so if anything, I felt like I, I was I, imbalanced. I, I still felt, am. I felt, especially <laughs> with, especially early in high school, closer to the the, the Brian character than any of the five of them was where I f- felt mm. I sat. If you had to like pick one of those personalities See, in the room, I feel like I was a Brian, but I was putting on like the facade of, of a, a bender. bender. You yeah. know yeah. what I mean? No, no like, I definitely wasn't doing that. <laughs> I definitely wasn't doing that. I feel like I. Uh, I feel similar to that, actually. Very similar. Like, I think internally, I had a lot of bender going on. Yeah. Mm. But outwardly, <laughs> I was more Brian without the, the brain part. Uh, uh, so well, I was not also, that I wasn't, I, I wasn't stupid. Uh, I no, just wasn't, yeah, you know, schooly. I wasn't right. particularly schooly yeah. until, like, yeah. my senior year. I got, you know, I was smoking pot all the time, so I, I got smart. I was like, obviously a dork. I had, like, an inner <sighs> dork that I didn't, yeah. that I was trying to, like, push down to, like, seem mm. cool on the outside mm. I don't know I don't know I, I'm and trying Bender to decide what happened because my senior year I changed so and I don't know what I became I don't know that I would describe Bender as the hero but he's definitely the key like he's the, key. He's the one that uh, instigates everybody mm-hmm. yeah. starting to talk mm-hmm, and starting mm-hmm. to get shit going yeah well he's a character 
Mm-hmm. Like the rest of them are just gonna like and he's they're the gonna chari- stay in there. He's the charismatic centerpiece of yeah, the whole thing. And they're, for sure. they all want to stay siloed, and he wants to bust up the silos yeah. just because he's like you described. He's just being an asshole. He doesn't have yeah. any agenda yeah. other than anarchy. anarchy. Yeah, yeah, he's like fucking. <laughs> he's mixing up the cards and the library card catalog just I, for shit. I do, and, and it, it bothered fun. me at the time. The first time I saw it, it bothers me every time. <laughs> When he's tearing up the book, I'm like, uh-huh. dude, that's not necessary. Yeah, right? like that's yeah. not that's not cool. Not like, cool. There's man. nothing cool about tearing up the books. Like, right, doesn't serve any purpose. It's not like <laughs> Moe, the library really pumps his. It nads, really though. really pumps his nads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love his work. <laughs> I love his work. I love that. I think like <laughs> that, I love his work. Oh, that, that's part. Like, ah. it's interesting how like much John Hughes remembers the psychology of being a teenager and just the mm-hmm. frustrations and all you know yeah. the things that resonate why his especially those <laughs> movies resonate with us still to this day I, it's unabashed. amazing because in that moment it's like he's far removed from being a teenager that's what I'm saying. and yet he's still that's what I'm saying in that contemporary he can, he space can, he can get it. that but then he also misses the mark like that like that's nobody's gonna do the anarchists of that time aren't going to be right. in there destroying the library. They're not... Well, because he's not... I, I wouldn't necessarily say he's even... I mean, he... There's nothing to be gained by that. He's not... Right. He, he's a show-off, but that's not showing off. That's just destroying school property just for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, he... I mean, he's also just looking for attention, right? That's the whole yeah. thing, is they're all kind of okay. like looking for attention. By tearing so, up I a don't... book... <laughs> I don't I get find what, I, I say totally it's, get what you're yeah, saying. I, I don't think it's a good thing he's doing, but I don't I don't think that it's not a thing you would do. Like <laughs> I ha- I had some friends I know some people that Do you? Yeah. I had some friends I in guess high that's school. True. I guess there were people like, just I, like I just mm. I had disdain for them and I just would not I I, yeah. I would I would entertain like stuff and be like, but I don't that's not cool and mm-hmm. I just kinda remove myself from their presence. I, I have a so, couple yeah, of friends right. that were kind of just like <laughs> chaos. Yeah, fuck this. Ka- like, yeah, it's more like a magnet. chaos thing. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's not anarchy, it's chaos. Yeah, it's my I had a couple friends, one friend in particular who just like was always like looking for trouble. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Like yeah. was always kind of going after it. And uh, actually, <laughs> one of those friends is Koji. By the I way, I knew you were talking about Koji. But as I have soon as you said, friend. as soon as you said, that, I was like, I could picture Koji kind of being like that in high school. Oh, Koji got like expelled Did from really? several schools okay. I didn't because that he was hardcore. Just, yeah, he was just like <laughs> into like <laughs> that's awesome. He wanted to fuck with all of his teachers. Uh, I can see that about him. Sure, we had the same geometry class our sophomore <laughs> year, and he, the teacher, left the room, and Koji just went over and put a, not a used condom, but just a condom, a condom. on his key, computer keyboard and pushed it in, yeah, yeah. <laughs> under the desk. And so then he went back to his seat, and everybody saw him do it. And the te- <laughs> we saw the teacher slowly pull the computer keyboard out. And push it back in, and not say anything. <laughs> and everybody was just like, <laughs> but he was kind of like an old, That's like an old dork. He was teaching geometry. Yeah, and, yeah. what a dork. Yeah, geometry is for losers. So I probably didn't even know what it was. I can kind of, <laughs> yeah, I can dork. kind of like yeah. the John Bender's not that realistic, unrealistic no, and, to me. He's and, definitely no. heightened for sure. But I do know people that kind of just like I get, to like yeah. cause I, trouble. Well, everybody's and, heightened, right? Yeah. Like nobody's is like transparently asshole as any of their asshole behaviors in the movie. I mean, maybe in in mm. bits and in little I actually moments. Think but... Andy's probably the most accurate to like what <clears throat> yeah. a jock is. Like uh, I, I think remember. he's the most real character. Yeah, you're right because he's he he's also 
more sensitive than you give those guys credit for, right? Because right. yeah. they don't have a reason to let that shit be shown, right? It's like right. I did have a period of They're trying to play school sports, and that was where I like I couldn't get yeah. the vibe of that. I wasn't good enough at sports, so you know who knows. I, feel, if I'd have been I actually remember good. teenager like that stuff being heightened when you're a teenager. That's true too. I feel like maybe it's concentrated That's for true. dramatic purposes, but I feel like everybody really was what they were. They hung out with their people. It was like, I, it was well, pretty accurate. As Boise High was not like that. So well, that's, I only went to Boise High my last year, and yeah. like I said, I didn't go to law school. Yeah, but I, I understand but, what you're saying. But that that was always what, and I was going through high school in an immediate aftermath of this movie, right? Like '86 was my first year mm-hmm. of high school. '86, no '87. So, point being, like everyone was aware of the caricature because it's already beginning, right? Once this movie <laughs> right. comes out, the caricature of what these people represent is going to infuse into our culture right? because it was a popular film. Mm-hmm. Everybody right. had seen yeah. it. It's like the Godfather kind of influencing how gangsters 100%. are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Sure. So, I mean, I, Dazed and Confused felt closer to the high school experience of Boise High, of the stoner jocks intermingling mm-hmm. with the partiers and the rockers in a more uh, natural way. This feels like these people are over here, these people are over here, yeah. and they don't mingle. And I that wasn't true to my high school experience. Yeah, and that's more true to mine because mm. I was, was definitely like not really? mm-hmm. embraced. Like I didn't feel Yo, a part. Went to Boise <laughs> I didn't feel a part of anything. You went to Centennial. I went to Centennial. And so high school, school for dicks. It was a, like a lot of Mormons, and yeah, I like that's what was I said. V- yeah, yeah, <laughs> not Mormon. And yeah. I had tr- like a lot of trouble with like the Mormon kids in my n- neighborhood in elementary school. I actually recently put this together like mentally. Like oh. I had a lot of trouble with yeah, Mormon they kids. They're not friendly to the outsiders, right? And I was Baha'i, so I wasn't even like oh, Christian. <laughs> And right. so I lived in a neighborhood with tons of Mormons, and all of them were dicks to me. Yeah. For them, I had a few friends, but like all their older brothers and sisters were dicks to me. Well, yeah. And then when I got into middle school, I started being like, okay, fuck you guys. And then by high school, I was like, I'll fight all of you. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. That's like, and you yeah. were surrounded or yeah. whatever. You just, like, that was your life. Right. Yeah, I grew up in sucks. a little redneck town, so it was just a nightmare. And that's worse. Yeah. All, yeah. All day, I grew up every in the day. North End, and. Oh yeah, it was just a bunch of pot smokers. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's much. That's a much different experience. <laughs> yes. I think that's funny though that we all have pretty distinct yeah. experiences. Yeah, but I would say ours probably over like mine wasn't small town, but it was there was clear pockets of like well, in Centennial. There's like the dorky like bookwormy yeah. nerd guys, mm-hmm. and then like me and my friends who are like the the punks, punk skaters, pot smokers. Yeah, just like I, I'm, I'm building that for you. That's yeah. that's the way I see you, Brad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then there was like the jocks, which who were also mostly Mormons. Yeah, and they yeah. frowned upon everybody else because yeah. we all drink beer. <laughs> yeah, but the other thing that I was paying attention to, like I didn't really want to focus on it, but I I wanted because John Cusack was supposed to be Bender. Right, oh, really? like, or at least that was pretty, the understanding that. was that he he felt that he had the role. Like he read for it, was brought in for it because he was in Sixteen Candles also with Molly Ringwald right, and yeah. uh, Anthony Michael Hall. And I don't remember exactly where I read this or what the story is exactly, but he read for it and felt like it was his, and then found out like secondhand that they moved it to someone else, and he was pissed. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like there he even filmed or at least performed some of the movie hmm. at some point. Not like maybe not capped on, captured on he film. He did a one-man show. 
<laughs> John Cusack's I, The Breakfast John Club. John Bender, am I? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to picture that because he's close. He, the other thing is the age differences, right? Like Anthony Michael Hall and Molly Ringwald mm-hmm. were 17, at least at the release, and 16, 17 when they're filming. Mm-hmm. Anthony Michael Hall was the, the <clears throat> youngest one, I think. But only by like a few months. Yeah. Like they were both basically. He's also, I think, the best one. <clears throat> he's terrific. He's yeah. He really is. Did you um, know? Here's a little side thing. I just heard Anthony Michael Hall talking about this. Yeah. That in Sixteen Candles, he actually cast John Cusack and his other friend, like John Cusack or John Hughes. So like, these are going to be your friends in the movie. So he okay. like, let him pick from the pool. Oh, so he uh, picked actors, them. So he oh, cast terrific. John Cusack. Nice. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, what, what were you saying? Though? Uh, well, but then Emilio Estevez and Ali Sheedy are like 23, mm. and then Judd Nelson's like 26. Like yeah. he's he's. And he's noticeably older like, right. <laughs> the whole time. Um, but John Cusack would have been, I think, 22, 23. So I I just, I don't know what that energy would have been to have a younger person that, because I feel like yeah. that also unintentionally, Judd Nelson is just kind of steamrolling because he's an older person just by virtue of like he's... 26 interacting with 17 year olds <laughs> agree yeah. i can see that and and until this viewing i've always been like yeah he really nails the role mm-hmm. i mean it's a bummer john cusack didn't get it but it wouldn't have been as good but now i'm not so sure i wonder what hmm. it would have been it like be to give it definitely would be, be different because i think john cusack's a better actor just well, across the board yeah, sure. especially well, back then but you know what though i think like the the bender character if it was john cusack it would seem weird that Andy wasn't like taking like the alpha male, the quote unquote alpha male position. You know what mm. I mean? Uh, because he seems so much like more intense and strong than John Cusack. John Cusack can do it though, right? He can do it. He he's he's uh, typically like I always think of him as point, like more gross, smarmy. Gross point blank. Okay, and, but like, yeah, but he's say like, anything. Yeah, say anything comes along four years later. Right. Like, if you look at him in Sixteen Candles, he's a little guy. Oh, I don't think I he could play it physically in Yeah. Oh. I feel like, but and I feel would, like Judd Nelson <laughs> gets only Bender. I think he was like well, an actor to be John Bender, yeah. and then everything else yeah. is like whatever. He did, that, he did that one lawyer movie a few years later that I From really enjoyed. Yeah, but yeah. you're right. That's about it. Uh, and obviously, he's like he's 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 okay in Saint Elmo's Fire. That movie's terrible. I like that. Just movie. stop talking about that movie. <laughs> but that movie does suck. That but I like that movie. Well, <laughs> yeah, me too. I mean, yeah, Judd Nelson had that. He was He's part also of that Airheads. Whole, He's oh, really that funny. By the way, from the hip, <clears throat> directed by Bob Clark. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I really love that movie. As a kid, I like I rented it and I just watched the fuck out of it. I think I watched it like yeah. three times on a rental. Um, the, uh, but, also, John, uh, 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 Judd Nelson is. Like physically imposing, like he's taller mm-hmm. than yeah, everyone in the room, exactly. Mm-hmm. Which may have just come down. It may have just been it. Like, well, we need him to be taller than Andrew because of what you just yeah. said. Because yeah. I think John Cusack would have been able to pull that off by using the his own wiry smallness and being more of a annoying fuck rather than an imposing presence, mm-hmm. right? Because because Andrew huh. does take him down very easily, right? When mm-hmm. the time comes, sure. So he's a wrestler. Yeah, right. I mean, high school, he knows how to a, a fucking statewide wrestling high school wrestler is going to fuck you up. Yeah. Like, that is yeah. strength that you don't even process. Like, yeah. Emilio Estevez is clearly not that. Like, that person is 
1% body fat and wiry as fuck. Like, that, that they should have had him be like a football, a football player. player. Anyway, no. I, all I, I'm saying I, is I, I, I believe I, him as a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Like, just looking back on like some of the not wrestlers. As a, not, not a state level yeah, competitive but I, wrestler. That, that's like, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I, I, I get it, of course. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. But I don't know why yeah. they didn't make it football since... Oh, well, because the season's over by the winter, and it's supposed to be right. fall at that point, right? So yeah, I mean, it I, doesn't. Why am I thinking yeah, about this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think it's just too much of a caricature to have it be a football player jock. That's kind of what probably, I was thinking too. Yeah. Is it's like a little too on the nose. Yeah, and like wrestling, I feel like wrestling actually is kind of like the perfect pick because like it's just he's not he's clearly not a wrestler. Like Tom Cruise looks right. like a wrestler. <laughs> No, he played. Yeah. He he wrestles in Born on the Fourth of July. I know. That's I just rewatched yeah. that recently, and that's why I said that. So I was thinking about that just a yeah. second ago. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, he's that's what beefy. I'm saying. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Physically, yeah. Uh, uh, but anyway, I just it would be interesting. It would have been, I don't know. I mean, like roll the dice and, and the different Sims simulation of life and see yeah, what that yeah. looks different like. Timeline. I'd like to. Yeah, just to I'd see like to what you another timeline, just to see all just the movies to... again, see what happens. <laughs> yeah, just like, how are all the movies different right. over here? This small Will Smith is in the Matrix. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <whoa. laughs> oh, anyway, I, I mean, do Dom we even, we don't, I mean, we don't, what do we need to even say about this? movie movie because everybody has seen this movie right like we don't, I, uh, we don't need to go through and explain the movie oh yeah i kind of i kind of like the track that we're on yeah, just like yeah. talking about the movie and more of like uh uh holistically ten thousand foot view yeah uh because and like really the whole movie is just like a, a, almost like a series especially the beginning is almost like a series of vignettes of just them yeah. like there's like Scenes where they're just like bored in detention. That, like it, the whole concept is nonsense, right? Like a Saturday, uh, Saturday pro. Why did I say probation? Thank you, detention. Yeah. <laughs> how are you going to enforce that? Saturday detention for real? Yeah, I had, I had to go to Saturday detention a couple of times. It happens. It's a real thing. Except we had to like clean the like this the isn't football like, field. This isn't like a holiday celebration at midnight or something like that. <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't a bag of chips in I, the glove box. This is a oh, real yeah. thing. Okay, I guess I so. Saturday. I guess so. I just it just seemed unrealistic to me even at the time. I was at just my like, school, hmm. if you had got like five, if you got like five tardies or something like that, you would get Saturday school. Hmm. But. Who wants to? I mean, teachers are already not paid enough. Who's gonna? That's come why they let Vernon fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah there. It's he's, always like the annoying, yeah, asshole it's like the teacher. fucking gym teacher. Well, but or Vernon is a history no, he's teacher. The, Vernon's Ugh, the um, the principal. vice principal, right? He's the yeah. principal. He's the prin- principal. I thought he was the vice Vernon. principal. Is he the I principal? Know. I think he's the principal. Well, then I why say is? Principal, but um, well, I don't see how the the he's not going to get in trouble for looking at private uh, uh, the. Uh, the files and not you know there's that awkward moment where yeah carl catches him carl looking catches through him. the um the confidential he, files. he is the files. vice principal vice principal right he is the okay. vice principal because the principal is in charge they're not going to be on a saturday yeah. like, vice principals do all of the um the inf- bullshit the, the, yeah. well not just bullshit but they're also the ones doing the not enforcement but like uh uh, uh the vice principal does the there's a sergeant <laughs> yeah, I, 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 words are not coming to my mouth. They're the ones who have to deal with the trouble cases, right? The right. principal mm-hmm. does the administration shit. The vice principal's right. in charge of making of sure John Bender, yeah, of, right. of enforcement. Yeah. That's so. <laughs> of course, it's it's 
the guy from Die Hard. And <laughs> J- What's his name? Uh, oh, fuck. What is his name? I love him. Paul uh, Gleason. Paul Gleason. Paul yeah. Gleason. Yeah, he's a great asshole. I love him. Well, he's terrific. He's and he's great. great in this, right? Like, mm-hmm. I... I I I've don't, known teachers I, that looked and acted like him. I, I have noticed <laughs> Die Hard has both of like my favorite eighties movie assholes because it has him and uh, what's, what's his name? Oh, the guy, guy from, from from Real Ghostbusters? Genius and Real yeah, G- yeah, yeah, yeah. The redhead I, guy. Escaping name is escaping it, me now. Is it? No, it, it's, it's in <laughs> something. He's Peck. That's right. But, he's uh, a real genius. I forgot about that. Oh, is. What is his fucking name? Just look him up. I, I swear am. I am. No, William Atherton. Atherton. Yes. William Atherton. William um, Atherton. Atherton. I got yep. there at the and same time, maybe a little yeah. bit Paul, before you did. Paul Gleason, when he when when he's having that conversation with Carl and they're drinking beer in the, yeah. in, the in the basement, and he says, "I've been doing this for twenty two years. These kids turned on me." I was like, "Is that possible? This guy could have been doing it." Because in my head, that guy doesn't. How old does he look in the movie to you guys? In that in that moment when he says that, forty six. I. I would well, say you're looking it, at his age, so oh. no, that's it's. Oh, okay, that's okay. I think as a as a kid, I always thought of him in his 40s. Probably okay. I, when I'm looking at him on the screen right there, I'm like, that guy looks like 36, 37 right. years old. Oh, really? <laughs> so I'm like, he was a teacher. At, no, he was 46. That's that's why. Or no, no, he was. Yeah, he, I think he was about 46 when oh, it was really? filmed. That's why mm. I, I assumed that you had looked at it. Oh no. Oh yeah, you're right. So <laughs> that's really funny. And, and it is funny because I was like, oh no, that makes sense. But yeah. I don't know. It's a trip to me being older than that. A of all, right? <laughs> to think of being forty six in nineteen eighty five, like yeah. the right. world that that guy—he was a teacher in sixty three—is what that's saying. Right. So yeah. he went through all of the hippies, all yeah. of the seventies, and mm-hmm. is now in the eighties and whatever the fuck. That's a. There's almost an entire movie to be based around that kind of character, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, because that's a weird <laughs> yeah. experience to endure, and it's just a it's throwaway like Mr. Holland's line. opus except he's an asshole right oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know I, I just I, I had a momentary of like um, that's that is an interesting world that that guy had endured and he's the the kids the Carl's comment of the kids are the same mm-hmm. that's interesting because in 85 mm-hmm. it does you, you look at it and you go yeah of course kids have always been the same but think of the difference of those Mm-hmm. The world that that those that right. that teacher had experienced just yeah. in that in his own career, mm-hmm. like that span there, there is less difference in those kids than there is in like the span from the Breakfast Club till now. Like, sure, that's a completely different world. That's also true. Yeah. I didn't even think about it like that. Well, we should there should be a reboot of the Breakfast Club. Don't I, you guys I don't think? even know what it would look like today. <laughs> um, one thing I did want to talk about: it opens with the um, the credits. Obviously, I love. Wait, yours had credits? Yeah, John Hughes. You know, John Hughes is real like a music guy. Oh, and yeah. He was he was always playing music on set. They say, and mm. he was always introducing these kids to new music. Oh, holy shit! And uh, uh-huh. uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, he chooses the worst music for to be uh, <laughs> integral to the movie sorry. itself. <laughs> I was just thinking when you guys were. I just had an epiphany. I'm so sorry to interrupt, but mm. I just have to say this really quick before I forget. Epiphany alert. Because <laughs> um, uh, you just said, like, the you don't even know how they would do it today. Yeah. I think a great example of that is American Vandal Season 2. Mm. Mm. I, okay. I think that's actually one of the best looks about what, like, Gen Z high schoolers' life is like with, like, social media and stuff like that. Uh, I don't I, think I made it all the way through season two. I think I watched the first episode and was it's, like, oh, it's I got to so see this. It's so funny, yeah. but by the end of it, you're like, oh, shit. That's actually like a very like nuanced and empathetic view on what it's like to be a kid in high school hmm. today. Okay. Huh. Uh, and it's kind of, I think it's actually the most like- Balanced. Ba- like, no, most like- uh, uh, Oh, oh, yeah. Reminiscent of like the Breakfast Club. Okay. Ty- mm. That type of energy. Okay. Oh, nice. uh, but it, sorry. Anyways, go. Um, sorry. Go ahead. Anyways, I like 
so I always think about that, but I like that he opens with the quote from Changes from the David Bowie song. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you? I always think because it's kind of cheesy. It's, it's, it kind of is. It kind of is, but it's exactly like what the movie's about, I guess. Sure. It's a little on the nose. But the I movie think is kind of cheesy, right? right? The, like, best the whole part, thing's kind of cheesy. But was it? Or has it become cheesy? That's the part that I struggle I with. I have I a hard time with that. Tell. I can't find it. I can't I don't tell. find it very I cheesy. I, I'm well, not but, even sure if I, I think it matters. I just think it's be it's of it's so of its time. Right. That it you're maybe I mean it, it's so of its time that it is like often on the nose. But I, I think that's okay because mm-hmm. it's it does so much yeah. right that is well, timeless. You start somewhere. Yeah. Because yeah, to it do does, it now and doing it on the nose and being so like that would be Eye rolly, you gotta you gotta be more. I did think that like I don't know. this could become like this could be just an artifact right now. I don't know. Like what? I don't know if it like people that weren't alive when the world was like this mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. will look at it the same way at all. Do you think it's and got legs like that? You think I don't ten think years? It, from I don't know if it does. I yeah. think it might be just an artifact of a yeah. certain time, which yeah. is fine with me. I'm like yeah. oh, that's what it felt like. Yeah. But um. Anyway, but, I was saying uh, the the changes thing. I really like when uh. Bender takes the screw out of the door so mm-hmm. that the door won't open uh-huh. and everybody's like fucking put it back you know they're like don't do that blah 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 and then but when Vernon shows up mm-hmm. everybody covers for yeah. him I like and that I was too. like these kids can solve their problems if yeah. given the room to do it yeah. it's like mm-hmm. it's the fucking adults across the board are getting in the way that's uh, right so Carl's the only one so it's opening uh, yeah. somewhat it's also in the first cool act of uh, West Side Story. But Same it's thing. like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. But uh, yeah, I was thinking about it in relation to that quote last night. As I never really thought about it. I was like, oh, it's from Changes, right? I remember that. And then I was like, when it got to that scene, I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Bowie was right at the beginning. You guys just listen to Bowie. Like I've always said. If everybody could just listen to Bowie. <laughs> Uh, yeah, right. We can just sit around listening to Bowie. Yeah, I think this movie does have a timeless quality to it, though. Like I, I there, do too. There are I, things about I, it that I think are all will always be important things to kind of look back on and remember. Like just because something is of its time doesn't mean you can't look back on it. No, and I'm appreciate thinking, it. I'm thinking more in the context of movies that have staying power, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I was chatting about this last night. You know, there's. Hollywood is pumping out serial movies every week in the 20s and 30s and 40s, mm-hmm. but there's only a handful of those movies that are still around today and given any 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 attention. So what movies from our lives mm-hmm. will be that way in 50 years, 60 years, right? Yeah. Like that's, is this movie a movie that could have legs like that? That's what I'm saying. Like, hmm. I, I mean, I, if it's if it's cut down to genre, I think it'll be like, what are the teen movies of the '80s that stick around? I think it will definitely be one of those. Sure, but that's um, too particular. I'm just talking particular. a film that will just have staying. I don't power, know if I just, could if I could gauge that. I know too, that's what I mean. Is I don't like, know. I other don't people know. are going to have to make. I mean, <laughs> I was having this out. conversation <laughs> with regards to Die yeah. Hard, but well, it's the same uh-huh. kind of concept of like. I don't have any concept of what will be the Casablanca of yeah. this time period. I think you have like a like with a Die Hard, you at least have it like it's a thriller and it's like exciting and it, it's well put together. I think that has a certain kind of legs that a, right. a more character centric movie right doesn't maybe that is more of a time capsule of mm-hmm. that era. That's that's all I mean. But mm-hmm. at the same time, when my kids saw it, like when my oldest saw it. Independent of me trying to show it yeah. to her, she loved it. Awesome. Yeah. So cool. 
Yeah, because I don't know. I'm totally out of touch with kids. Um, <laughs> I fucking love Maybe I'm the wrong. opening I'll text her. I'll montage ask her today. before they start so arriving. I. Yeah. I fucking love it. It's a series of just great shots that are all related to what we're going to learn later. Mm-hmm. and uh, like Within the school itself? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. All yeah. those great. It's just really well put together with <laughs> Anthony Michael Hall's letter over it at the yeah. beginning. It's a really cool way to start the movie. Yeah. It, the movie's very well made. It is. It's, Can I, is this, do you guys think this is, is this John Hughes's best movie? I think uh, it would be between this and Ferris for me. For it's me, like, it's between this and Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah. Not for me. <laughs> Let's argue about that. I, I, I you know, it's hard to say because like, this is the most recent one I've watched. Mm-hmm. So I watched them all last year. I watched all of John Hughes's. Okay, oh, nice. so it's between this and Ferris. Ferris has Ferris is more fun. Yeah. So, but this one is more moving. Mm-hmm. So it depends on what you mean. It has definitely more emotional weight. Yeah. Although Ferris does have its, you know, Cameron's the emotional core of that movie. Well, and it has it its also, moments. And for it has sure. that moment yeah. at the art museum where you're just like wait yeah it's almost it's an art movie it's like oh it's emotional too like the music and the montage Mm -hmm. of it all it's like like, he's just flexing to show he can do it (laughs) right and it's those moments where he puts you like he's like this movie's not really about ferris it's about cameron yeah (laughs) right you know it's moments like that where you're like oh feeling something yeah Anyway, I like I, John Hughes uh, did a commentary track for Ferris Bueller. It's the only time I ever saw are him you do serious? something on the old DVD. And oh. I don't know if it's Ooh, on any of the newer ones. I would love to it was watch awesome. that. I love like, commentaries. About I still Ferris, and he's like, wish... Ferris is a fascist. I still wish commentaries hadn't gone away. I, like, I, I love know. them. They mm-hmm. should be part of <laughs> yeah. digital releases. They should bring them back. I, bring think, them they, back. I think they actually are Attention kind of starting Hollywood. to bring them back. Bring them so. back. I, always I think them. with digital, I know like on Disney Plus they'll have a lot of like yeah. Uh, like stuff like like a lot of like behind the scenes stuff and stuff like that and they they might the be commentary. doing commentary. I want I know, the commentary. Yeah. I, I don't want, they, I don't I want to watch another thing about the thing. I want it to be <laughs> right. overriding what I'm watching. <laughs> I get you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've heard of a commentary before. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, um, uh, yeah, I agree. I love that whole opening thing too. Mm-hmm. And. It's funny because the f bomb, right? Like the the f word mm-hmm. gets dropped, or it's it's well, written, it gets dropped a couple, at least once in the film. Once, I think. Yeah, Andrew An- said, call, Andrew says it to yeah. Bender. Yeah, but also Bender's locker. Has yeah, the- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. He's got a guillotine in his <laughs> locker. <It's> so dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a, and a noose hanging uh, out. Like, and I would venture to guess that that uh, that if you leave today, a quarter of wheat or no, that's that more like a there are still kids half ounce of wheat right. in this locker doing that today. It's just that there are more kids today willing to be like, don't fucking say that than oh, there were oh, back to, then. Oh, nobody was. That was not what that word meant at the time, right? It it was double it meaning. Did. It did, but it also it wasn't a. F- it wasn't. It depended on who you were directing it at. Yeah, if you're, uh, you know, if you're, if you're Andrew and you're talking to your buddies, yeah. it's probably a different meaning than if you're talking to Brian. Yeah, but it, yeah, like, I mean, there's, me. it's a problematic word. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it's good that it's been removed yeah. from people. Uh, yeah, it's great that it's, people don't use it. it. Where, where was? It's the where, F word. Where now. did I? Where I like did that. I? Yeah. Even it's somewhere there is like somebody describing it like, well, I don't mean it like that. I just mean like stupid and dumb. <laughs> like I think <laughs> right. it's a Bill Burr oh, <laughs> scene yeah. or something where it's. You know, yeah, spelling out exactly thing. like trying to defend it. Yeah. You're explaining why it's oh, on the office. Steve Carell's <laughs> maybe character, that's yeah, Michael is. Scott does it at one point. He goes, When I because he said something was gay, yeah, and okay, then, maybe uh, that's what I'm remembering. They, that's when Oscar 
like gets oh, yeah. outed. Yeah. By him. And he's like, oh, he's like, I never would have said that. I didn't mean it <laughs> like that. Yeah. I meant it like that. It was stupid. Like when me, he's like, when I was growing up, gay yeah. didn't mean that. It meant st- it meant you were being stupid. Or something. <laughs> yeah. All of that. <laughs> yeah. That's so, what yeah, it meant. The 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 ease with which that word gets thrown around in all movies at that time, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's just it was just Dude, a, even but the that hangover. was Bill and Ted. The right? Hangover. As, oh, is as that right? As I the remember, there's a there's a part where Bradley Cooper rolls up to Ed Helms's house and is like <laughs> paging Doctor. Uh, 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 that, that movie was from like 2009. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's a well, little also, regressive, but tri- also also Tropic, <laughs> yeah. Tropic Thunder. That, Tropic Thunder was that same year, maybe with 2008, 2009. I mean, come on, the. the 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 R bombs getting dropped in that movie like I remember that yeah. was I think that may have even been the inciting thing that really got momentum behind like this is not acceptable <laughs> but to use totally this poking at the pretentiousness of people that are hundred you know, yeah. percent it's like it's, but, that one I've wondered about that movie because I never hear anyone talking about Tropic Thunder and I'm like because I felt the satire of that movie was so spot on so spot and I was on. like is are people really okay with it? <laughs> Because they don't give context to anything else, but they're okay with giving context to Tropic Thunder. I've had a similar it's thought. Crazy. I think it's just kind of it's just slipped through the cracks, and everybody's like, "Yeah, well, that was that was real good." So we'll right, just leave that aside. Really like, nailed it. Yeah, everybody. Everybody. I feel like so many people just agreed where that that, uh, that movie was just like just. <laughs> It was. The, we were like, okay, that's. But that's the last one. Right? Yeah. <laughs> they, they did it. There's no need to go on after that. He, he, he got it done. Oh my goodness. Uh, it was kind of like the final nail in the coffin. But also, that's a, yeah. It did, but it really did seem that way because that was the mm-hmm. first time I'd ever had any conscious awareness of that being a controversial thing. Mm-hmm. Like I was. Like I mean, probably most people, just like uh, I don't know, I don't I think, think about I, it. I felt as a kid it was a controversial <laughs> thing, because but I, I think because it was wielded as a weapon against me as well. But mm. I also felt like some sort of uh, acceptance of, even though I didn't know that I knew any gay people at the time or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I felt like some sort of like, don't do that, you know. My mom was going through a religious thing at the time because she was brought up and fucked up. And so she said things to me like she was like, well, it's an abomination. She said to me once, oh my which totally does not sound like my mom. Hmm. But then she said that to me. And my instinct at 12 or whatever it was, was to be like, that's stupid. You know, you're being a jerk. So yeah. I knew that it was not a good word. I didn't use that word that I know that I remember. I, um, I never in that used way. it as a derogatory term. It was but always I a term of, an affection, of affection and it fun. It was everywhere. Like, it was everywhere. And that's what it, I mean. That's what like, it was talk. A, like the and Bill it's and a bummer Ted because approach. you can't show, like, I want to show, yeah. like, all these movies from my childhood to my kids. And I'm like, oh, they're going to self conscious. Like, yeah. They're going to be like, oh, why are they talking yeah. about that? You yeah. know? Yeah. And that's a bummer, but also it's an accurate representation pretty much of how people I, kids I think it's talked. a bummer and it's good. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think it's a good thing to like look back on stuff and be like, yeah. you can appreciate a movie with problematic elements yeah. in it. I mean, they have that I, when, right? monster squad. When we sh- <laughs> but I'm just saying, <laughs> when we know, showed, when, it's when, crazy. When we showed the, the whole house full of kids back when I had a whole house full of kids, the, 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 the step family, <laughs> we put all the kids down and showed them blazing saddles. Nice. There was that moment when the kids are just like, they're sitting up and pucker. they're just like looking back at us and like we're like yeah, yeah. just just hold on just check it out. there's no holding back in this and they're just like oh yeah. you know eventually they settle down but 
the kids like were able to like okay the I remember seeing so that jarring. pretty young. I loved Mel Brooks when I was oh, yeah. a kid, you know, oh, yeah. and I'd seen Young Frankenstein, oh, yeah. and you know, I don't think Spaceballs was out yet, but they they played it on History of the World like, Part the, One is the oh film. yeah, <laughs> but they played Blazing Saddles on TV, like network television. I don't even know if it was network syndicated or what, but it was commercials and all that, and. But they I let was those like, before that had become holy a, a, shit. A, a non a non television word. Right. Well, they they said everything. The only thing they cut out of that movie was the fart fart scene. noises. <laughs> or just the fart itself. The, the, the scene fart itself. scene. Yeah, it was just gone. <laughs> and that was the problem with the MPAA had with it. And Mel yeah, Brooks said, oh, I'll, "I'll take on, it out," and they just I, didn't. And he didn't. Yeah, I yeah. saw that recently popped up on my Twitter feed of of it's him insane. talking about that in his book. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. 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 Anyway, why are we talking about this? Anyway. Because <laughs> of uh, know, offensive language. Yeah. Yeah. I, Slurs. But, I mean, I think it's good to point it out and talk. And, it's, uh, it, mm-hmm. it, it, yeah, it's it's challenging because then yeah. you, you inadvertently appear as though you're trying to defend it when you're explaining context. Yeah. but Or by matter. even bringing it up, right. like that you're not, that you're uh, like attacking it. Like, I don't think it has to be like right. an, an attack or a defense. Yeah. It can just be like, well... Language changes. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I mean, going back uh, and re- reading like Kurt it's Vonnegut, good. and it's, it's a yeah. long road. It's a long road because right, yeah. uh, people knew it wasn't cool. Right. Even then, yeah. a lot of people knew it wasn't cool, and it took us thirty years for you know a generation to be like, stop this shit. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, that's uh, a good lesson for those kids to learn, though. They but, need to but, learn. <laughs> also, <laughs> it takes time. When Andrew does say that to Bender, it is like, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's a, I think it's effective just because it is really like, uh, like jarring and like it cuts like to the viewer. Like mm-hmm. to me, I'm like, ooh, like that yeah. doesn't sound right. But like, I went to high school in like the mid 2000s, and people were saying still that still throwing shit, it out there, still saying yeah. that shit yeah. all the time. Yeah, and so like in a in a, that's what I mean. Like it, it was more of a endearing thing like I think my friends and I understood that it given the wrong context given the wrong inflection in your voice it's going to be offensive but that's not what I mean and my friends understand so that was the rationale that I gave myself to get away with saying it and using it Mm. well I also think there's aware that it could be hurtful (laughs) if somebody heard it It, I think it's like when they when somebody uses saying that was okay but that was the way I looked at it I think it honestly I think what it is is when you use the full word and Mm. using it like that that is like way more intense it's like the hard R versus the light A right (laughs) I guess so I I guess that would be the most like direct comparison but so when Andrew does say it like it does it's like it is effective to like I don't know like obviously I don't I'm not like I'm glad he said it or anything like that, but right. it does. Well, there's going to be you know a Quentin Tarantino style director who's going to come up in the next ten years who will just reintroduce it to the white <laughs> <Yeah, to>, guys <laughs> to the straight <laughs> white males yeah, exactly. over and over and over. Hey, hey, straight white guys, it's okay to say it again. <laughs> <laughs> just he's just going to surround himself with like strong yeah. gay actors <laughs> and then just start throwing it out there. Yeah, right? I think the word. I think people <laughs> using the word gay. Uh, was definitely more uh, widespread than the F word. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, for sure. Agreed. Yeah. Well, because, yeah, I mean, the like, F word was also understood to be kind of a slur and derogatory yeah. and had that, but you wouldn't be like charging somebody with by saying gay. You That was more. 
like Steve Carell in The Office. Like, right. well, no, I didn't mean like that. I just meant like yeah. stupid. If, <laughs> if a teacher heard somebody like in, like if a teacher heard <laughs> or somebody else just... call somebody like the F word, F word, they would probably like get in, in trouble. trouble. Right. If they heard somebody right. call somebody gay, yeah, they just probably, roll their eyes. They would just roll their eyes and yeah. be like, cut it out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and yeah, because. That's gay. This gay. It wasn't even like calling people gay. Like it was most what common. To, this is what this I'm podcast about. To go is about. into like what the different things to stir up in me when I hear the word. What word now, is it like? What is it? How does, do it, with this how does it make you feel, Dylan? <laughs> I, I, when people say that word, look, it's not even that. It's more of like, well, you know, because I think gay has a connotation of these things or what they're saying, but the F word is connotation. Yeah, we don't need to go any deeper into it. <laughs> it is a very complicated subject. It is. And the just like the N word, gay folks, queer it's folks like, feel perfectly comfortable throwing those around amidst themselves and they're not going to be okay with cis white dudes like myself doing right. that. Well, this is our experience of these words. <laughs> straight. I guess uh, I so should, I just, just going straight. It's, since cis doesn't mean straight. I, I, my only point was just that it is like jarring in it, like yeah. a good, like an effective way in of the course. movie when he yes, says it. Of yeah, course. because I think even at the time you're like, even in 1985 you'd be like, ooh, oh yeah, <laughs> well yeah, it was it was a gut yeah. punch, yeah, and so like, oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> but let's get to the pot smoking scene. Come on, yeah, I mean I do like the uh, the the scene when they they are smoking pot. Other than like Andrew running around doing yeah, his thing, that's what I'm talking about. That, yeah. That's pretty cringe. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the worst part. <laughs> well, and that's what I mean. That what is that word where the music is the soundtrack and the the characters can hear it. I, I just Dianetic. lost it. Diagenetic. Diagenetic. Dianetics. I was watching The Master last night. Funny oh, enough. Nice. Uh, yeah, that's where we're uh, next. I just showed Leah There Will Be Blood and uh, The Master's next. Oh, nice. Um, the, uh, uh, your comment about John Hughes being a music guy mm-hmm. and like, but he uses the worst diegetic music in this movie, at least. Yeah. Like, yeah. Think the, you don't think like the whole we library. Are not alone. I like that song. Is that the song? No, it's I thought the one it was just, little later I, where they're all dancing. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. a little okay. like that, that one's one. better. Yeah. But the one where the one he's, where they're all dancing, I, I'm, yeah, that's that's I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm fine I, with it. That, that, that song's fine. I'm like, talking about when Andrew's got yeah. the entire library's worth of uh, records, and he chooses. Listen, I'm not saying that guitar riff. all the music John Hughes liked was good. I'm just saying <laughs> he's just into putting music he, in. He was sure he was. He's effective with his sound drops too. His sound drops are contemporary music that I didn't necessarily like. I've never been a big fan of that soundtrack. I like like two or three songs on. Oh yeah, but, I don't. I don't like that soundtrack. Um, I don't. I don't even like the "Don't You Forget About Me." Like that song oh, bugs me. Nah. <laughs> you don't like that song? Nah. I mean, I like it for the movie, and it's all it makes me think of. But oh. I don't want to oh, ever hear it he other goes. than for the soundtrack. Here he goes. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> I just. Nah. <laughs> 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 what a dick! Oh my yeah. god! And I was like, okay, so it's just funny because nobody's ever acted like that after smoking. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It, what weed did he smoke? Yeah, I. He had some bath salts or something. It's preposterous. <laughs> well, not on its own. Like, I used to smoke pot for the intent of like accentuating physical activity, like uh, playing basketball, mm. going on a bike ride. Sure. But I, I wasn't like I didn't get high and be like, rah, 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 rah. but yeah, just I would be like punch out, dancing. It was just a <laughs> way to like like this is, be more in the flow. <laughs> this is how he expresses that the freedom that, that freedom he's filled. He's yeah. probably never smoked pot before. Yeah, that's true. 
And yeah, he's, he's just like, gonna become a pronoun. You're not gonna, this you're not is gonna, what it makes a jock feel he, like. <laughs> <laughs> what does he say? You're not gonna spark up in here and burn out or something? Yeah, yeah. you're not gonna blaze up. Blaze is up. That what it is? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't. It's so long. Waste like there's away. no way to know. Was that a thing before this movie, right, or did he just knows? introduce it with this movie? I, I don't know. remember. I don't. Introduce what? Blaze up. Oh, blaze up. There's a few things in this. Like, there's a lot of these types of movies have that stuff where you're like, is that just like an adult trying to capture what a teenager but would call it? Because it's so silly. Hughes? Like the the Godfather influ- influencing, like right. a ve- you know yeah. stoners after they're like, yeah, you fucking burn out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I would venture to say that a lot of teen movies set the language for teens. Yes, that's like, that's, well, that's yeah. what we say. There's also yeah. at one point at one point Andrew <laughs> calls Bender a butthead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, no, that was around. Butthead. No, but not in high school. Like I never, I don't. Well, no, can you, but, I can't imagine a high schooler calling a Though. Eat my shorts! Mm. Eat my shorts! This this is where that came from. Yeah, then right. then that's why Bru- Bart, Bart Simpson Bart started Simpson saying rips it. it off. Yeah, that's he, why it was funny because he was ripping this off from <laughs> right. some other right. reference. Yeah. Um, okay, so the construct of the film, right? Like it is little vignettes, mm-hmm. and that's effective the way that they do it, the way he does it. Mm-hmm. The one that. I think it's cool how in 95 minutes he really does give you like the feel of a, a school day. Mm-hmm. Eight hours of and being it's, but it's sitting not in slow. the library. Right. No, it's not but slow. But it's like, it gives but you a is, sense of that so space the, the, that's the, like, ugh. The scene that, I don't know where, maybe I heard somebody telling, talking about um, Roger Ebert's review of the film mm. or something. There's a There was a question, that somebody questioned whether Bender's depiction of his own house is accurate or if it's just him putting oh, on right. a show for the kids in the room. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I I remember that that's now stuck in my head from whenever I heard it and so mm-hmm. I'm I'm always like, "Oh, I, I don't know, maybe he is just being that way. Maybe his mm-hmm. house isn't all of that Which is stuff." is exactly what Andrew says to him. <clears throat> true. Yeah, that's true. He accuses him of that. But then he shows him the burn and so that's mm-hmm. supposed to prove everything, but he, he could have just done it himself, himself, right? Like that w- I could more see Bender just doing that himself anyway. I, I wrote so. that down. But either way, like, it's dark. Uh, yeah, I'm like, you know that's I mean? not as dark as your dad doing it, though. No, your, but what leads a person to that sort of... Uh, I guess. I had right. a friend who would do that to himself Problem. because he just thought he was crazy. Like, mm-hmm. but it, not crazy, like, he needs to be locked up just like, I'm a wild and crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> but you know so, what? Actually, yeah, okay. just speaking on that whole section where Bender's doing, like, the reenactments or whatever, <laughs> the the one of him doing Brian's, Brian's house family? Yeah. is... I think so good, well done. Yeah, because and it's mean, dude. Well, that's the so thing mean. is it yeah. starts off funny where yeah. everybody's laughing, and the longer he goes on, yeah, the more you see he's just yeah. being a dick. He's and, just being a dick, and and it's w- so well performed. Like mm-hmm. all right. of their reactions, like right. How did they Brian's do the coverage kind of on that? Do you how do you think smile melting on yeah, his face? How do you think they got the coverage on that? Do you think they had five or six cameras set up or three or four cameras set up, and it was all like f- performed like a play? I doubt mm-hmm. it. Probably not. I doubt it. That'd be hard to light that whole room for all those different shots at once. That's a good point. But, yeah, that's a good point. Cause yeah. it, but their reactions are so... So the alternative is then he did that same performance multiple, multiple times, times for their coverage. He's not Jack Nicholson. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> well, he might not be giving it at all, his all yeah, unless he's on for the, screen. But, but, he, but right. also, similarly... Because there's also not massive disparities between the wide shots if you look at the background characters' reactions and then when they close in on them. Mm-hmm. So all of them are performing. I guess that's not too much to ask to just be do this like a play 
ex- absolutely yeah. the same response every right. single time. Okay, it's well done. It's really However, well they done. did mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it's um, seamless. There's it's no very real. seamless. It doesn't feel choppy at all. No, there's and there's weird other little spots that are a little more choppy and that's what I'm getting at is that whole scene takes place and he's like and I don't think I need to sit with you fucking dildos 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 he's like goes and pouts pouts up at the thing he's like pouts hard pouts real hard hard but watching it I'm like empathizing with this person who if this is an accurate depiction of the life he's leading Mm -hmm. and every like the movie just hits you over the head with everybody considers him nothing Mm-hmm. The teacher thinks he's nothing. Everybody in the first come there think he's nothing. He's garbage. He's worthless. He could disappear. No one notice all the things. And if this is really his life, man, that kid is really going through some shit. Yeah. yeah. He's, and he's and he's aware that he's got no real future. Mm-hmm. He's aware that his life is not going to get any better than it is at already, and it's already not great. Mm-hmm. So when he sits and pouts, I, I'm like, damn, dude, that yeah. kid is. He really needs someone to just come, like, give him a hug and just, like, be his friend. Like, and I, I he, was, Judd Nelson think, does a good job yeah. with that. He does, but he, you know what? I, I think that's a part where him being older <laughs> kind of yeah. has a negative, like, impact yeah. on the on the character. Mm. Just cause yeah. he, because he does seem so much it's older, acting. you're just like, stop stop pouting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is acting. but And that's where I, I think I consciously set that aside and just like, okay, look at this as a 17, 18-year-old. Right, and then you remember that he's, this. He's, a, he's supposed to be a kid. Yeah, like, he's, yeah. he's supposed a kid. to be a kid. <laughs> right, exactly. And um, also how like the school and his parents and everything just keep boxing him in further yes, and further. Yes, like, right. where and not only is he put in this Saturday yeah, prison, he's but then put he's in a put in a box. fucking cage in a yeah, closet. You yeah. know, he's like... He gets his space gets more and more yeah. closed off. And that scene, I, I register. It's not supposed to be realistic at the at that point, but that even as a kid, that never rang realistic to me. I never had a feeling of wishing he'd punch the guy. I always was just like, "What the fuck is going on here?" I've had I I've run into guys like that in school. Teachers like yeah. that. <laughs> so did I. I did. I know. Well, that's just awful. Like yeah. that is just awful, and I I really love that Bender is just like too smart to to, yeah, to get into it. Doesn't take the bait. Yeah, and, I, and you, I again, there's another moment where I'm just like, fuck, I really feel for this kid. No, and it is harder when mm-hmm. you're looking at it, going, this is clearly a grown man, right? <laughs> but I, he, I think he does an effective job. Like his eyes are big, and he's just like freaked out, like, oh shit, I I'm in because... a lot of trouble here because it's just my word against this guy. Right? There is nothing I can do that's going to get me out of this and not go to prison. Yeah, unless he, My, unless the vice principal backs down. Like, yeah. That's what, what I mean, mean. Yeah, 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 if, yeah. If I respond in any way, I'm going to jail. I'm not right. just getting kicked out of school. I'm not going to be free. Right. I'm 26 years old. No, I. that's another thing. Like, I don't, I never think of him as anything but a teenager in that movie because, I mean, I saw it when I was probably like 10 years old or something. And so mm-hmm. they look, so they all they look all like grown-ups. Grown yeah. up right. to me, yeah. they're yeah. being teenagers. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Um, even now watching it, like well, he doesn't and, strike me as uh, Well, old yeah, being my age, like uh, even 23, I'm like, yeah, they're just little kids. Like yeah. it's, it's a stretch for if 23. anything, they all look younger to me now where I'm like, <laughs> yeah. wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I thought well, they were so old. But where I was going with that is like, <laughs> so de- that's that whole powerful scene and, yeah. you know, Claire and Andrew are like, man, you shouldn't, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's powerful. Next moment is 
Ben Vernon, walking through the halls. Yeah, Vernon <laughs> yeah. going to the bathroom and then sneaking out sneaking as a group. Out. Like there, there's Feels a missed like there's stuff edit missing. there. There's yeah. a missed edit there. I don't but know. I, I actually kind of like it. It works. It works. Yeah. I'm not saying it. It's not my honky horn or nothing. But <laughs> I just I marked it. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That that doesn't stick out to me. Yeah. And that and that's more of a credit to the film itself, right? Like right. if a movie has a jarring shift like that, but it still doesn't detract for the film mm-hmm. for me, then. The, yeah. All the more accolade to the director and, and the producer. Yeah, the director and the producer. Right. I mean, all it really would have taken is just him coming down and being like, "I'm going anyway. for a walk. Who's coming with me?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And and it's fun because there's no reason why they know fucking Vernon's about to go to the bathroom. They just yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Or it would have been more fun for him to do that, like hunt for Red October. Like I know at eleven oh five, he has to take a dump, so I'm gonna go down. And they're like, how did you know? And he's like, I don't know. I just guess. I'm here every week. Yeah. Although I will say, in, in high school, uh, walking around the halls during class, like whenever when nobody now else was empty. in the halls, when it was empty, was mm-hmm. the best thing. Hmm. Like I would always pretend that I had to Were go. You take- not in drama. No, because <laughs> oh, okay. that was not an interesting thing. I mean, you you had the house, you had the school to yourself for mm. all evening, so you just walk around. It wasn't a big deal. Oh well, I liked it like during school hours. You know what I mean? Oh, like and he's supposed to be in class. Yeah, I, I was also student government, so I was able to do that. Like at, if at will, I got. I you just had to run to the school. I did. I had a. I had a. I had a, I had a pass. I had a pass. I could leave campus whenever oh. I wanted. I, at, at my school, <laughs> and if, guess how many times I skipped school. <laughs> We would often Always have to go uh, sit out oh, in the hall during class. Like if we were, if we did something that was like annoying, but not enough to get to like sent to the principal's office, we'd get sent out into the hall. Oh, sure. And so the thing was basically like you get sent out in the hall and then you just leave, <laughs> like walk around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I understand what you're saying. And then if the teacher, comes, I'm just trying to one up you. Don't you understand? If the teacher could, uh, like asks you about it, you're just like, I had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Right. <laughs> she had to go to the bathroom. Speaking of, oh, 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 okay. it's it's that time, I guess. All that coffee I didn't drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Two one eight eight. Now everyone on the podcast knows. I listening to the podcast knows. I mean, I really love the scene in this movie after they smoke pot. Like, I do like all the the stuff. Oh yeah, the silly pot smoking and the the games and stuff. No, like when they're talking, like after they smoked and they're all sitting and talking. Like that is a pretty like awesome. Oh. And they scene. do that. A, there, there's a couple in there, so I'm, I'm maybe mixing up. Is that the well? There's when the, they're, when they're, when she does the the thing with the lipstick between her non-existent breasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Andrew does like his crazy dance. They're all like playing around in like the like. That's when Brian puts on the glasses and like. Oh yeah, uh, the chicks can't handle the smoke. That's what it is. Yeah, like yeah. all that goofy stuff. Yeah. Um, but then, then they're all, after Andrew does his dance. That's when they're all sitting in a circle together. Right, and then and, that's when. Is that when um, Allison says she's a nympho and they're talking about, mm-hmm. okay, so that's that one. They're all saying like, yeah. And then the the way the lipstick things gets brought up is because they're having like a deep conversation and it starts to turn dark. And then Brian quickly changes the subject by saying like he can make spaghetti or something like that. That's right. Oh, it's right after Emilio Estevez tells his, sto- his story. His story of why gluing, he's in there, gluing taping, the guy, taping what's his, his name? Butts, his, his butt cheeks together. together. What's the guy's name? Larry. Larry. He gives a. They give a specific name, which I always like. John Hughes will put specific names in his movies. Yeah, which lo- it has to be a nod to people in his life or people who have annoyed right. him or something. Well, I really like <laughs> the fact that like when he first says it, he's kind of laughing about it. Um. And 
Um, I, <laughs> but then, but Brian immediately is like, that was you. Yeah. Like already knows how shitty it was of him. No, to and do I that. don't feel like Andrew's laughing about it. I think he's he's trying to give himself no, permission I, to talk about it to himself because he's so uncomfortable with what he did. So he's trying to be like, oh, for sure. No, I don't think he actually thinks it's funny. Okay, but like he's obviously thought about it a lot. Yeah. But I, well, I'm saying when he first says it, he's like, I I taped Larry oh, so and so's buns yeah. together. Yeah. Oh. Where he's just like, why did? Yeah. That's a, oh, yeah. Yeah. Because that kinda, is a preposterous reason to be thrown in fucking. Yeah. Detention. But then when he tells the story, it's obviously incredibly. It's very powerful. But I just yeah, I yeah. love that Brian right away is like. That, that was, was you. you. Yeah. I, I love that moment because yeah. it's already telling you like. I mean, that feels very high school. Mm-hmm. That feels like real. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like he he's friends with him because yeah. when Andrew's like, oh, so you, so you know him, so you know how hairy he is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so he's kind of making a light, like a joke about it. Yeah. But I under, like, I get why he's doing that, but I, I, I think it's cool. Like, yeah. I think it's really well done and like realistic. No, and, and, and I am curious about your take on this part. Tucker, where he's doing the confession of what mm. he did and how he feels about it and how like, regretful he is, because it does. Even watching it, I'm like, yeah, that's that sucks, and I I do feel like I have a appreciation for that jock mentality and like the pressure of the peer pressure. I mean, yeah. it's just peer pressure is what he's re- def- referring to, and it's not not just his friends, but it's his parents. It's, his dad, and it's yeah. just this whole thing, and he's just thoughtlessly giving into it despite himself. It also feels cheesy, but I wonder, like, like you said, you had like what sounds like pure disdain for the jocks in your school. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't have that. I mean, there was a couple of them that I thought were assholes, but they were I all still just, hate them. That's I get that impression I still from hate you. Jocks. So, so from <laughs> you're just even a, new you're, ones. You're a greaser. I hate them all. <laughs> greaser at heart. I fucking hate them. I think they're shitty. I, I see like football games happening, and I, I drive by and just like. Middle fingers up, like fuck all of you. Well, that's real. You're ma- all that's contributing <laughs> to horrible shit. I hate all of you. I think you're all worthless. That's what I think about them. All right. Well, maybe but I don't want moved, to know what your opinion is. Well, Emilio's speech really moved me. <laughs> Fictional jocks, I can get on their side. Oh my god. But real ones. So what about I'd like to what about this like upcoming Kurt landfill. Warner movie then? What are you going to feel about that? Kurt Warner. Oh, you don't the know old, about that. The uh, old Seattle Seahawks. Uh, he was a running Rams. back. No, no, no. Oh, you're talking about the Rams one that came yeah. later. See, I watched football. When I'm I was talking a kid. about the one that there's a movie about coming there's out a this movie Christmas about Kurt Warner. Why? What? Because he was an American hero, American Why? underdog. He was an American underdog. How so? <laughs> to watch the movie. What? Did, I'm not going to watch the movie. Now. What did he do that made he him was so like, special? He became. He was. He didn't actually become a professional football player until like. 30 something and he was a oh, what a fucking hero and he was a he was a bagger at or a, a stalker stock man oh. he was stocking shelves at a grocery store and then a year later was playing and winning the super bowl that's the big hero. thing yeah oh it, it's a cool made for tv's movie story for sure i'll give it that but it doesn't need anna paquin <laughs> what's she playing i'm sure it's his wife kurt warner yeah, she's <laughs> playing cool. kurt warner all right I, my it. only hope in that movie is that they end with him going back for the second super bowl and getting uh Upset yeah, by no, this I young don't. upstart named. Uh, uh, I don't think I need to hear any of their stories. Of, uh, uh, <laughs> I definitely don't think I need to hear any of their stories, but I do. Like I look back on a lot of my like, I like it's hard for me to have disdain for the people that I had disdain for. 
uh, in high school. Yeah, because unlike you, uh, Brett and I have grown up. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I just feel like they continue the cycle, like of through adulthood. Well, and that's it's the, the whole same point people of Andrew's, always. That's Andrew's speech. Yeah, right he there. is now his dad. Doing the same shit to his shitty kid. I want to believe that Andrew and grows. That's just I want to reality. That, I want to believe that the the weekend in moves, the fictional changes everyone. universe of the Breakfast Club. I want to believe that too. Yeah, but in real life, it doesn't happen. Not they continue yeah. the cycle because they're not very smart. Oh my god! Yeah, but you it's can't, true. But that doesn't mean you can't feel <laughs> empathy for them. I do feel like, empathy for them. Yeah. Well, just, but I, I on a human I level, like, while you're choking them on to a death. societal <laughs> level, I want them all gone. <laughs> no. Anyway, I hope but that they the end whole the point of the movie. That's kind of the whole point of the movie. Yeah. Is yes, when you're all going to become your parents, it's inevitable. But when and when you're sectioned off into groups, into like social like construct groups. You're all gonna look at each other in the ways that you're yeah. supposed that the people before you have told this you to look like, at those others gr- other this groups. Sounds like a That's speech exactly from true. the movie. It sounds you, like an essay. When you sit down with somebody, did you come up with this or is this from the movie? <laughs> this is from a movie. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, not this one. Uh, another <laughs> different one. movie. Yeah. But when you actually sit down to lunch talk to, to talk to some, yeah, the lunch bunch. <laughs> I, I heard it first on Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> when you sit down to actually talk to someone and like you can start to actually see them as like a fellow human being who has of course been through the same things that you've been through in a different way mm-hmm. like that's why like Andrew and Allison are able to like uh like uh fall for each other is because they both see themselves in each other in different ways mm-hmm. right Andrew but they sees, could, him, sees himself in her like right away but the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they on the on a surface level mm-hmm. they couldn't be more different right yeah but when you, when but you, underneath, they're all written by John Hughes. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but in real life, I don't think it works. Because that no, may not, be not true always. were that not to happen, always. but it doesn't happen. It does happen. Very sm- small ag- examples of it. No, uh, not for me. I feel like there's a lot of people that I've actually like run into from high school. Uh, like as like in my like late 20s and 30s, mm-hmm. where we've both been able to be like, like somebody that I... did not get along with like had an openly antagonistic relationship with that uh, is i wouldn't say is like mended or repaired but like i've seen them and been like hey that was like shitty that both of us were like that Mm -hmm. right and then being like yeah i agree yeah i didn't have anything to apologize for on my end but i did run into one of those people in adulthood and uh, let him know what he had done to me and that was somewhat gratifying, but I didn't walk away with any respect for him. <laughs> uh, I was like, "I'm glad your life's been shitty." Actually, you don't have to be. You don't have to have respect. <laughs> you guys for him. need to go to your high school reunions. Is what it sounds like. I've never like, been cause... invited to one because I wasn't there that much. I've never even well, been invited. It's, it's very. If, and I don't if, know who I would talk to, honestly. I didn't have a group of friends. Like, I had, like, one friend at a time. I had a, mostly, I, they were dropping out, too, or I, had, I didn't I drop a, out. I had a similar issue with going to it, too. I didn't have like, anyone to talk to. What but would thankfully, I, do? I, was, I was part of the organization, so I just got to mill around and make myself busy. Well, you were probably the president. <laughs> I was the president. The, I mean, party there, planning committee or something. There's not. But I was <laughs> president. There are definitely yeah. people that I would not, if I saw them again, I would, like... Want to avoid them? Yeah. Want to avoid them? But, or like, but my point is actively is, punch them. But yeah. my point but, is, is the likelihood that you seeing those people and immediately realizing, oh, they have had nothing but garbage lives, is very right. high. And so exactly. that was so in terms of your own yeah, Schadenfreude. If I'd had a better life, maybe that would make me feel good. Oh, well, okay, I guess. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I, I, I mean, wait, don't go to your high school reunion. I'm, it's a garbage thing. But if you I'll want this Schadenfreude experience, you're gonna get yeah. it by going to the reunion. Well, I'm telling you, <laughs> telling you guys. I I think being able to like look at other people and acknowledge that like people have varying degrees of like bullshit happened to them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but everybody's bullshit feels like the most important bullshit in the world because mm-hmm. well, right? it is everybody's personal bullshit is the most important thing in their lives so it's the only thing that matters right but then to also keep in perspective that there's people that there's a billion people that have had it worse than you have it mm-hmm. you know what i mean like puts it into perspective and so when you look at it as a spectrum mm. and just you can see that like okay well my bullshit is this bullshit. Like this sure. shit happened to me. This trauma happened to me. Uh, it's yeah, being able to see outside of your own fucking yeah, world. It's, it might be worse than this person's who is causing that trauma, but uh, or but there's mm-hmm. or but it's not as bad as somebody else's. Sure, or, sure. Like yeah. it's all a spectrum. I think and so, human existence is just a cycle of abuse. Mm-hmm. And sure, like, you know the 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 jock's dad abuses the jock, and right. then the jock abuses the nurse. I think this is the, the primary all, hierarchy: is the yeah. jock's dad and, and jock's for dad. all human humanity. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's all this something it perfectly well. something like that. And uh, right. and it's just <laughs> everybody dad. just mistreats each other, and everybody's shitty. Yeah. And I'll uh, carry <laughs> this the, resentment in my soul Brian's for the mom. rest of my life. Well, you better figure out a way to study. Because yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which also felt, it, it's but, the kind of thing where I I have nothing. Like I'm an open wound of empathy for uh, everybody. The downtrodden. And then I look at humanity. I'm like I fucking hate people. I know it's, I it's hate such them. a paradox. You know, right? yeah, it's such I, a paradox. I, can't get, I, I get I can't, you. I feel you. I believe I can't me. I feel it you. Out. I feel because I'm like I'm, I have nothing I'm but to be feeling a for everyone. I understand and yet I'm like, what you're fuck saying. All of you. Yeah, I I get what you're saying, but that's but also, what, but also I love you. I love you. And I love I, you. So I understand much. what you're going I, through I as a human. I feel everything yep. that you're telling me, yep. and it hurts me. Mm-hmm. And, and fuck you. Well, but also, think, also <laughs> the even Brian, even Brian has mm-hmm. his his prejudices against them too. Like when yeah. he's giving his uh, t- speech about the lamb. I feel like he is the only lingering, ongoing, and well, maybe Allison too. Like. There is no, he is not, there's no ugliness from him. He has no ugliness. Well, a he, little does, bit. he does think that uh, if you take shop, you're That's an idiot. That's what I was going to say. Like he, he does. Thinks he took shop because it's for stupid people. He does uh, think he's. You're right. I, he does I always whitewash that in my head because yeah. again, that was the person who I related to. Which is my, this is my thing. What? I, I, I have a real hard. I like fuck stupid people, you know. Oh, but and so but, like, I get it. I have a hard time treating them like people. But I, <laughs> I had a period like junior high where I, I, the my closer friends were more like shop kids, right? They didn't mm-hmm. have shop where I was. But Boise, I don't know. I'm trying to make that obscure, but I did take like a home ec period, like a full year or a, a semester of it in like ninth grade or something. And yeah, the people in the class were like dumber or whatever. They yeah. weren't they weren't academic, but I don't remember feeling no like negative towards them. I was just like this. I, I'm smarter than this. Like I I could be challenging myself more. Is how I felt about it. Yeah. So when I I've always taken that perspective from Brian as just being a shorthand. Like I don't I never took it as him actually thinking he's above those uh-huh. people. He was looking for an easy A. Uh huh. And so. 
yes, his his words that he used, you're right. That's the only way we can base it off of is what he says. Is Have you seen the people who take that class? He and, says the dopes. Have the you seen the dopes to take, take shop? Right. And that's when Bender's like, I take, I take shop. shop. But Bender's also a dope. He's tearing yeah. up books. Right. right. Like, he is a dope. So I mean, it's I not an like, inaccurate yeah. description. I, I, and I like, feel like I related more with the dopes in school. I was definitely not hanging out with brains. And I, 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 uh, I, I yeah. realized I was I like by my sophomore year, like moving over to the high school, the guy I was hanging out with primarily, like he like signed up for all these bullshit classes and he was like, Oh yeah, you should match my schedule. And I was like, Oh, okay. And I like signed up with some cl- and like spent the first day in the, like walking through and it's like a half day and you just kind of go see your classes. And I was like, I, this, I gotta do school. <laughs> it was like <laughs> three classes in a row where we we're just gonna be sitting around, and I was like, "Yeah," and I changed my schedule. Like, I, there was an aspect of like, "Yeah, I, I wanted this to be an easy ride, but I, I wanted to like learn something." I don't something. want to be bored. Yeah, I, 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 like, I want to challenge myself. See, right. I was the opposite. Where I was like, "The more sitting around I can do, the was, better." And that was, the, I, I think that was that guy's ultimate. Yeah. He was just like, Me yeah, too. "This is all bullshit. I don't care." But I, I, right. I partly why I felt probably why I felt connected more to Brian is there was never a period I can recall as a child coming up where it wasn't just understood I would be going to college. That wasn't a when you get there we'll decide kind of thing. It was yeah and then in college. Maybe. Yeah I never had that. That's all I mean. And so. Yeah. Mine and I understand that my feelings about all of this comes from a deep deep well of self-loathing. Like it's 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 generally probably not everybody else's problem. And that's why I don't, you know, put it on people. Of course. Uh, in general. But, um, but yeah, I, I didn't, you know, I always kind of, I had lots of medical problems when I was a kid. And then, oh, you did? Yeah. Uh, when I was a young kid, but they carried over like into, you know, early teen years at least. And I always, and I was depressive and uh, I just kind of always had it in my head that I wasn't going to make it out like, of like my teens. Like living wise? Yeah. Hmm. And so there was none of that for me. Like my school day was like, how can I get out of here? <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, all if, I cared if, about. if I had some thought that I wasn't going to be alive <laughs> yeah. in 10 years. And I had no real reason to believe that. It's just how yeah, I felt. Very and different. Yeah. Depressed. Oh, you had no reason to think that that was the case. No. But that's just, just kind of okay. like, oh, okay. I almost but died I, when I was little. So I'm probably just going to die at okay. some point. No. And that that's still justifiable. I mean, yeah. in terms of uh, a personal motivation. Psychological problems. As a child, you and know, still I, do. I, I understand, Tucker. You don't. You don't need to spell this out. I can see it on Listen. your face. God, don't talk about my face. <laughs> I hate oh my, my face. God. Oh my God. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> no, Fuck. that's the thing. Like I talk shit about everybody all the time. Like I fucking but, hate all these people. No, I understand. Everybody's like, well, what makes you so good? No, I'm like, no, no, I no, hate no, no. myself. You don't have to say that to me. I know that before you have to say. I understand I that it stems know. from a deep seated self hatred. I, I get much. it. I'm, I relate to that I hate more that than, guy. I relate to that more than uh, <laughs> it, it, people would give me credit for, or at least would accept yeah. is the truth. For sure. Oh. Yeah. I, when nobody like, hates me more than me. When Molly literally. Ringwald's like, you don't, how do you not like yourself? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, how do you like yourself? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. How does um, anybody like themselves? Yeah. It's weird. She, Claire <laughs> kind of gets lost in the shuffle the more times I watch the movie. Like, yeah. because when, when you first see it, it's Molly Ringwald. So it's like, she's, she's just got something about her. Mm-hmm. But she's like, got that weird middle finger. Yeah. Kind of bends weird in the middle. But you also like, 
I don't think you. Oh, she skips school to go shopping. Yeah, that's it, right. One of the only notes I took was skip school to go shopping doesn't right. make you defective. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like she's just rich. That's what makes her defective. Well, it's interesting that you would get Saturday school for skipping school. Saturday detention for skipping school. That is. Am I wrong? No, you're wrong. Okay. I, I I could see kids getting at my school getting Saturday detention okay. for what do you again. Think, what do you think school administrators would be like? But they don't like being here. Don't make them come in on oh, Saturday. Or we had we had like in school suspension. <laughs> also, so like every yeah. like the like the people that were in trouble would have to go to like a special classroom yeah, and yeah. they couldn't like that's what, socialize that's with what, anybody all that's day. What right? my, that's what my foreign exchange those. student kept wind up having to go to because he just he wasn't he wasn't down with the the bell schedule and and rigorous adherence to oh, the really? <laughs> to the thing. So he was I would get phone calls every night. One of your students has been. <laughs> today was absent. Like, Guillermo, what's going on? Oh, that fucking guy. <laughs> I showed up. It was just 10 minutes late. Like, <laughs> he couldn't, he kept getting in detention. I kept getting emails. It yeah. Was, it was quite funny. <laughs> just couldn't, because he was already, he'd already done all the school. Like, his school was more advanced than the American high school. So it was all just refresher for him, and he did not give a fuck. It's oh. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> also, who cares? It's not like those credits transfer over. Right. Anyway, so right. he was just like, Fuck yeah. I got a year in the States. I know that American public education <laughs> doesn't mean anything because I got a diploma. Sure. Like, right. And you're dumb shit. as fuck. You're dumb as yeah. fuck, bro. Come on. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't go to school uh, at all. No, but why was I saying that about Brian? I, I guess you're right. I, I don't, I, I, I have a mental block. I don't, I have a bias against seeing that uh, 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 prejudice of his own in that moment. So you're right. I, I I was starting the thesis of that. He's the only one who's pure air quotes, but you're right. He has his own, his own prejudices, which is the point yeah. of the movie. Everybody right. has their own thing. We're all people. Yeah. Um, and if you just smoke pot and hang out in a room, room together for six, seven hours, <laughs> you're going to have a life changing experience. If everyone could just do that. <laughs> like all day, every day, we're just different groups of people getting high. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. And pretty soon we'd all be happy. Okay. Yeah. I want to, I want to qualify my statement earlier about my, my daughter loving the breakfast club. Mm. I texted her just cause I was like, I wonder if that's true. I don't want to have that out there. She says, I mean, I liked it. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe it's not as like resonating with the younger generations yeah. as as I as I was making it sound before. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I don't. The first time I watched it, I don't know if I like. I I think I would have been like, that was pretty good. I think that I think it's like grown sure. in my esteem yeah, the more course, I've seen of it. Course. Yeah, and I I'm, I I've built a story in my head that the first time I watched it, it was with a group of my friends in my friend's basement, and we would just all hang out and drink. And you beer guys all looked at the screen and went, "That's awesome!" <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> we see ourselves. Oh, it's like he's like been in my. He's like he's in my head. John, you reading my diary? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just mean a collective experience uh. of like six or seven of us drinking. I don't know, forties of hands right. <laughs> in my friend's basement, uh. and uh, just that collective like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this is the defining movie for our time, right? Like, because yeah. again, it was a few years after it had come out, so it was already kind of. It was a good. It's a good movie, and it was mm-hmm. successful. So it wasn't like it just kind of came out, and then people. It's not a cult movie, right? No. It's it's popular. 
yeah. The Breakfast Club is it's a popular. It's right, a popular. You guys? It's a popular well known movie. <laughs> If you're asking people if it's well known, <laughs> people know it. Uh, I think people is know it. Is, is it as well known as the Kurt Warner story, American Underdog? Oh my God. I think it's it, at least comparable, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What I was going to say before is I hope that they Kurt end that movie, movie with him getting back to the Super Bowl for the second year in a row and getting uh, upset by a young upstart named Tom Brady who began his career <laughs> on that. That was the beginning of the Tom Brady era. Oh, and, and then skippy. Kurt Warner just fucking, I think he just disappeared in a puff of smoke after that game. Yeah. Pretty sure. Um, <laughs> pretty sure. Pretty sure. Um, anyway, yeah, where are right we? here on his Wikipedia page, <laughs> puff of smoke. I also Kurt feel, a, I guess of course he has a Wikipedia. I, I also, why. Kurt Warner's got a Wikipedia page? <laughs> He's the only Whoa, player okay. inducted into both the Pro Football Hall of Fame and the Arena Football Hall of Fame. Good for him. I, oh, oh, yeah, that's what it was. He God. played arena football and then oh. was able to go back you and know, play. I'm, try, I'm trying so hard to steer us off of this right <laughs> I want to talk about Kurt Warner. Okay, but promise me we'll go. We'll do a full we'll, we'll episode we'll dedicated we'll to American back. Underdog. Please. Uh, on record, will you guys agree to do this with me? Sure, on record. On record. On record. I'll Tucker do it on, only, I'll Tucker do it on record. Even pre, Tucker won't even pretend. Record? <laughs> Dude, you're killed her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think, I also feel like Claire's, uh, like, story arc, her character arc is also, like, the least, like, I feel like I have the least empathy for it. Um, yeah, because, mm-hmm. again, to me, it's just teenage hormones, right? Like, of course he bender's gonna want to he's gonna antagonize her because he's just an antagonist plus she is the cutest girl in the room and he is a guy he's got a whole bunch of pictures in his wallet and oh, the inference bender been, fucks, dude. that's my point so of course <laughs> his incentive from the minute he walks in the room is i'm gonna fucking hassle this girl and, mm-hmm. and you know it's like the original negging yeah right? like yeah exactly and of course because he's because <laughs> he's is. a 26 year old attractive man <laughs> right she's gonna eventually be like Mm, there's something here so it's 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 the thing I talk about all the time yeah you put two hot people in a scenario right. they're gonna get they're gonna be into they're each other get, yeah they're gonna be into it um so yeah I mean it, it it almost feels expected like a caricature of what what happens right like right oh she winds up like Andrew and Allison feel like a more significant uh, coming together, it's certainly less toxic. <laughs> well, it just seems, and it also seems is... like I could see them going steady after that weekend, and like him, honestly, Smoking like, pot. well, <laughs> no, but him putting his arm around her and like taking her to the dance and all the the high school romance stuff, and like being a couple, and I could mm-hmm. see Bender, like he said, he's like, wouldn't I be a terrific, yeah, foil for pitting your parents against each other, mm-hmm. and like just using Claire and Claire. I guess Claire, I mean, they frame it as though Claire's going to be using him, but it's clear he's going to be using her. At least to me it is, right? Like, because he doesn't give a fuck. And that not wanting to give a fuck is going to make her fall in love with him. That's, am I wrong? Uh, Maybe he does give a fuck. Well, that's the inference is that he does give a fuck, but I don't think he does. I think it is exactly like he says. And I feel like I was watching it like a hawk this time, aware, acutely aware of the age difference in the actors on the screen. Mm Mm-hmm. Even that last part where they wind up smooching, like I, I gotta feel like Judd Nelson as an adult man. I just feel like I don't. I feel weird about this. Job. Like I don't. <laughs> come on, dude. Because yeah, I thought yeah. I thought that they made out in my head. They made out in the closet, but they uh, don't. No. He just she puts the 
No, no, that's the end thing. <laughs> they, they kiss like right in front of her dad. Yeah, that's awesome. Or in front of whoever pulls up. Yeah. Like they intentionally don't show who's driving because right. it's a guy. It's a gaffer. <laughs> right. Yeah. But <clears throat> I mean, I oh. feel like that's obviously intentional on their part too. Of like, let's kiss, kiss in front mm-hmm. of the dad. Kiss oh, me yeah, in yeah, front yeah, of my yeah. dad. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You dirty bitch. <laughs> oh, that's what she's saying to Bender down the other way. Just so you know. <laughs> kiss me in front of my dad. Oh you my dirty God. bitch. But <laughs> and in, 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 in hey, the, Dad, look at that! Look at this I'm dirty patch out of this dirty <laughs> <laughs> It's filthy. Look at him. Look at his shoes. Look at his shoes. Oh, he's so disheveled. He's so poor, he's so, Dad. So he's so poor. Oh my God. How about yeah. uh, 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 Andrew's dad at the beginning? Didn't he sound just like the parents of that shooter in Michigan? Yeah. Oh, I haven't like heard the parents and shooter. Yeah. The one that texted him that day that was like, t- uh, she texted the shooter, ha, 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 don't get caught next time. You got to learn not to get caught. I didn't. That's what it sounded like oh exactly my God. in that no, car. I, I wasn't aware of He's that. He's like, hey, guys, yeah, they mess around. You got to yeah. learn not to get yeah, caught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, and everybody mm-hmm. knows, like, the, the exactly sad thing. exactly that asshole. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the sad thing is, too, is in the movie, you're like, like, you're rooting for Andrew because you do see, you start to see like the sen- his sensitivity yeah. is like, like introspective self-reflection. Yeah. But you're also like, God, like whatever, depending on the path that he takes, he yeah. could end up just like that guy, like perpetuating yeah. the cycle. Yeah. Well, and, and that's what Tucker's been. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's but, inevitable. <laughs> they all become our parents. Well, it says so. Mm, it, well, you're right. Oh, that <laughs> yeah. is the thesis. Yeah. When you grow old, your heart dies. That's mm. right. Yeah. Dude, that, that sandwich that, that Allison eats. Oh, man. Pixie p- sticks and Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch and butter. There's and butter. butter. Yeah. Well, you got to make the Pixie sticks stick to the butter. Right. Well, and, and she pulls out, what is the, the, the sandwich meat? It's like an meat? olive loaf. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like olive loaf. She throws it up on I love <laughs> yeah. John Hughes's little stuff like that, like uh, yeah. slapping it onto the piece of art. Like, yeah. yeah. There's no need for that shot, but it's right. just terrific. Uh-huh. Right. Uh... <laughs> 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 um, the, the, I do like the all the the vignettes. I think that they have. I I mean, I call them vignettes. They're kind of they're not really vignettes, but they kind of are. Yeah, they're scenes. Mm-hmm. Like it, it could you could do this on stage and just like have it just light up here and then but it's d- not, dark and then light up over yeah. here. It's and not then go dark. plot, is what I'm saying. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, not a story. Well, yeah. there's no, no plot. there's no plot. It's just them sitting in a room getting to know each other. Yeah. So right, but I just mean like group therapy. Yeah. <laughs> what? Script it, therapy? It's a group therapy Oh, group session. therapy, yeah. Yeah, I just mean that they're... The, yeah, yeah, I know what you're The saying. only purpose they serve is just to, like, show the time going by and yeah. how they're making the time pass. Mm-hmm. And, but all of them are really, like, fun and, like... Yeah. Well, and, and you're right about how effectively... Or was it you who said that? It, the 95 minutes, yeah. like, covers a full day. Yeah. And, yeah. Really and in those moments, you get to see these characters behaving. And so it gives, mm-hmm. like, every little thing they do adds to their character. Yeah. Every like, little thing they like do is not, magic. They do, yeah. Every <laughs> little thing they do turns me on. Yeah. I know that. Captain Crunch on your sandwich. Dirty bitch banter. I do love when he's, he he says, you know, what if when when the when Vernon sorry, I'm trying to remember the sequence when Vernon's like, what if something you did love had died in the fire or whatever? What if your your, well, your dope was your on dope fire? Dope was on fire. Was on He's fire. like, it's not that's impossible. It's in Brian's underwear. That's so terrific. <laughs> <They're> all, <laughs> and he's like, 
Brian's all tensed us up. Yeah. That is a lot of weed to leave in your locker. Yeah. I mean, it would have been easier for Bender to just bring the weed back in with him Especially and just take it home with him. that locker. That like, locker, I wouldn't yeah. keep anything in that locker. Right. It's very That's conspicuous. That's what I did to it's my locker. It's very conspicuous. Yeah, it's very conspicuous. <laughs> and Carl, like, says he looks in the lockers, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, Carl should have been just taking that weed. <laughs> I mean, no. Come well, on, maybe he was. Maybe well, he was sure. just well, he all, That's where it goes. Yeah. But, but also, it's a felony. You're, you, well, maybe in the '80s it wasn't, but to you know, you you, you don't want to bring yeah. your weed on campus anyway. But especially leaving it there when you're not around. Right. Uh, it's preposterous. It's preposterous. It's preposterous. I mean, I could see leaving it in your car. Maybe. Um, but by the time I was in high school. Every once in a while, the SRO would like right. take a dog through the parking lot. Mm. Oh wow! Yeah, what a fucking asshole! I, that SRO fucking sucked. Wow. He, I mean, he coerced. You're already a fucking asshole if your yeah intention is to become an SRO. But he yeah, he coerced really. so many confessions out of people, like under yeah, yeah. threat of like he was a piece of shit. He yeah. made mm-hmm. he made again my friend Koji. He made him admit to something. That he didn't even do, and he got in trouble for it. Oh boy! <laughs> so he was just practicing. Yeah. <laughs> Piece anyway, of shit. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I'm just trying to like figure out what what haven't we touched on in the film? Like the when Bender volunteers himself after they all go get the weed, and and mm-hmm. Andrew decides to, to lead them down a bad path, and then right. Bender does the hero turn of making himself get in trouble so the rest of them can get away with it. Um, yeah. I also I kind of like in that moment when Molly Ringwell Wingwell Wingwell <laughs> when Molly she Wingwell. says why didn't you listen to John yeah I feel like that's the only time anybody calls him John the whole movie yeah. the rest of the time everybody it's else is calling Bender, him yeah. Bender or John Bender yeah, yeah. but she's yeah. like fuck you why didn't you listen to John yeah. and yeah. I I don't know why like I think that just sticks out to me because yeah it sounds weird when she says it but well, it, also I, but it's, if, I like it it makes that high school seem like a real maze but I mean how how many I mean it's it's got to have like a handful of hallways so you either go this way or you go that way like wasn't Boise isn't Boise High pretty like elaborate on the inside not really I mean the main high school itself it's three stories and then there's yeah three stories there's no way of I mean what they're doing in there short of running up and down the stairs there's no escaping like if the hallway is a straight shot I would have been okay if they did Scooby-Doo style yeah <laughs> well they did kinda yeah. I mean like there's a anyway at that, one point Vernon's with them like wearing <laughs> yeah. glasses or something <laughs> like <"Ooh." laughs> that would have been that, it, that, that's more uh, Ferris you're Bueller. talking about perfect oh yeah. Ferris Bueller okay yeah. perfect you're talking about perfect um, and, one, and then Bender you know that, I want to be in Air Force if that's yeah. that's a I don't know. That one resonated with my friends. That one, that one stuck around. Yeah. Um, and then he's, why are there eight foot rims in the high school? That's the part. Mm. That's my honky horn. Yeah. He dunks he it. He dunks it because it's an eight foot rim. Yeah. Why are there eight foot rims in a high school? Right. I mean, elementary schools have right. those, but. It's preposterous. It doesn't make any sense. I hate it. <laughs> I know, it's the honky horn. It's, it, that's the honky horn for me. Not the not Andrew screaming and breaking the window. <laughs> I, I don't like that scene because it starts and I'm like, ah, sports movie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't yeah, dislike when, sports movies either. When he dunks, sports movies are the best. When he dunks, you're just like, except that what? one about Kurt. Yeah, Warner. that one. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I, and it only uh, my annoyance only lasts a second. Uh, well, yeah, because yeah, it's. It's pointless. It, it's similar to the like breaking glass, where you're like, 
what? <laughs> like, what's <laughs> yeah. happening? That doesn't right. this is idiotic. Because right. yeah. now you've made this destruction and the principal's going to come in. Right. That's the magical realism shit. What do you but, make mm-hmm. of the fuck you? The, the fuck that, you! Yeah, and the I, door slamming and that. That's and the cool mu- sound design. Music, There's a couple yeah. things he does in there where the tension builds and he brings in a sound, subtly brings in sound to accentuate it and yeah. end it. Does Vernon hear that? Of and course he yeah. hears it. Yeah, well, he's just spent. On. He just spent that whole time. Like, what's he going to go back in and yeah. then have another That's battle it. of wills? Yeah, yeah. but yeah, it, it, it's just dramatic effect. Mm-hmm. I, I have always thought that of like. That's a cool way to end that, but in the movie, in the world of the movie, that doesn't make sense because he was. The whole point is break this kid, and he clearly didn't break him. Yeah, right. But also, Vernon's kind of a jerk. Or, right. Yeah, yeah, he's so. an idiot. Yeah. yeah. He's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want really to. You can make me look like a fool or whatever. And he turns around and he's got the, <laughs> yeah, the, the toilet seat yeah. thing. <laughs> he's got. He and, does have some great yeah. bits that's, in the that's movie. That's it. Okay, because that's a sequence when Bender has snuck back in. Right. And he falls through the ceiling, and that's the noise that yeah. that he hears, and he comes rushing in, mm-hmm. and, and Bender slides in and puts himself underneath the table right in front of Molly Ringwald's uh-huh. crotch. That's the '80s. There we go. Mm-hmm. This is another right. one of the '80s like touchstones of like this is not that's not cool the character has gone from being like a fun playful heroic to this guy's a piece Mm -hmm. of shit right Right. like trying to put his face at that point in their dynamic well he's he's sexually harassing her the entire the entire time right this is gone this is this is above and beyond yeah this is this is assault Uh and maybe at some point if they had been playful and there was a reason for him to be touching her and this is going too far, I, I'm trying to come up with some way to make it not, because it, it, she just slaps him and that's it. Like, then they go smoke mm-hmm. pot and everything's fine. This he, seems very accurate to the time for me. Agreed. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's just one of those yeah. of like, oh, how does this come by? It's like the Revenge like, of the Nerds ugh. shit where mm-hmm. like I watched that 50 times and never crossed my mind that it was inappropriate for, right. <laughs> for, for what's his yeah. name to be putting on the Vader mask and uh, fucking the, the girl. If she could or just six, find out how good I fuck, she won't care. That, that was 100% the messaging. I, yeah. and Same I, with I've 16 Candles. I've never fucked anybody before. <laughs> yeah, but I may be terrible, but I know I'm amazing. I'm going to be amazing. I'm thinking about it so much that I'm going to be The 16 Candles, same thing, right? Like when he trades his drunk girlfriend to go yeah. home with Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So, yeah. and yeah, so anyway, and, and also, I mean, I guess they don't show Judd Nelson <laughs> sticking his face in between Molly Ringwald's crotch necessarily for real, but no. again, it's a 27, 26 year old man, a 17 year old girl. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it feels I'm, accurate and realistic, but mm-hmm. it is still, it's troublesome. Yeah. yeah. No good. But it should be, I suppose. You yeah. should right. not yeah. do that to people. <laughs> well, no, no. no. I, I, honestly, I think, like, obviously that's why, like, stuff like that, when it starts to permeate the culture, it, sometimes it uh, feels like it gives people permission to behave that's that way. That's 100% mm-hmm. why it's important to not depict that in a positive light. Right, exactly. In a pop culture yeah. thing like this. And I can't decide if I'm building this in from my current perspective or if this was something I thought of before of... It rings false to the heroic aspect of Bender's character because he does know how to treat women, right? Like he's got a ton of women. That's his thing. So he's got to know that that's not going to be cool. Well, he just negs them all. Mm. And obviously- but this is beyond negging. No, this I is, know. This is, so it, it feels like a John Hughes playing with the, 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 the constructs or something, right? Like he, again, an element of how he's so dialed in on the, the mentality of people and it's, you know, it's it's 
is remarkable how well he can recapture those feelings of being a teenager, but then also miss the mark on other things that are all, that just don't make any sense. And like, See, this but I don't think me... he, I don't think he does miss the mark. I think that's why I was saying I feel like it's realistic and accurate. Mm-hmm. I, like it's not. I don't think it. I think it was acceptable at the time. That's I'm why I was saying Brett. I can't decide I if I, the I can't. Shitheads that were shitty to girls had girls around him all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's, that's still true today. It. But I, I'm trying to decide. That's why I'm saying I can't tell if this is my current brain building it for me or right. if it still felt not like even that felt mm. like oh, that's not too far. <laughs> like sitting there ogling it and being like, oh fuck yeah, I'm down here and they're like, it's just, there's nowhere to go. I just got to sit here and look at your car. <laughs> like, that would be that would be enough, right? Like you don't yeah. need to add to it, mm-hmm. and that would and that would be enough for her to also be like, fuck, you're sitting underneath. Like I know you're looking at, like in in even just having her like close her knees and have him like kind of push him open, like that would be more in line with what I want to believe the character versus like, <laughs> trying to stick his face in there. That. That's yeah. Because what what's the best outcome there? Like she's gonna be like, oh yeah, like, get in there. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I like nothing, this. Principal Vernon. Nothing. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't. I mean, it, none of that would be acceptable. It just I don't. Yeah. It just felt. I mean, all the stuff with her sexuality <laughs> is is probably un, is uh, is unacceptable. Like in what do you what other like I don't know well the way they're like hounding her about whether she's a virgin or not and all that Mm -hmm. stuff like that's that's you shouldn't do that to other people. Like no, if, that's true. You shouldn't be like uh, and, and, and pressuring Alice, people and that's to like, talk spot. about stuff they don't want to talk Having about, Allison, especially when it comes like, to sex. What is Allison's motivation in that moment to hassle her? Like that does feel, or does she? I can't remember now. Does she? She kicks she, it off and she's like egging on. Then when everybody starts kicking in, I feel like she kind of pulls back. Is like, oh, I didn't mean that. Am I wrong? Well, she she tells a story, right? But then uh, the when lie, she's and then yes, the kind of is part of the egging on I right think. Well, but she, then once the all the boys start kicking in i feel like there's a shot of her where she like reels back of like oh that was i'm not meaning maybe. this i was just I trying to be fun i think you're right i think she yeah. uh, she was goading her a little bit but right. then when the boys start to chime in and then when she does the lipstick thing and bender does the thing yeah she's the, the slow she clap. calls him out and is like yeah. you like you yeah. shit you said you wouldn't laugh yeah yeah like so I think she does start it off as kind of like playful, but then yeah, I, I think it. But yeah. The, yeah, and the virgin, yeah, the 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 hyper focus on virginity of that time period in the movies, mm-hmm. I feel like that defined the approach of real life because most people are still virgins in high school. It's just you know, mm-hmm. just so. I remember feeling very self-conscious about still being a virgin in my senior year, but that mm-hmm. seems weird. You're like, is that because of the movies? Right. Or like, the movies why like is that? that? Because why, that's how people that's feel. Just, I, think but that's, I think so. I think, I think that's a big, huge part of it is like movies and stuff like that. Yeah. Because preceding that, right? I mean, we watched Christine, right? And that was like, mm-hmm. the guy's like, well, we got to get you laid going yeah. into senior year. Like- <laughs> I'm 17. I feel I mean, like it, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I never lived in a pre these movies world, so I have no idea. hundred percent. Because I felt I the same thing. Well, like, like Porky's. It definitely persists. Up. I mean, American Pie is about the same exact thing. Right. Um, yeah. It keeps and they're, going. Yeah, and they're going to break their virginity on, but that's on graduation or whatever. The end of the school prom year. Night. Prom, prom night. Yeah. So, I. But it's still like. 
the central focus. Right. It's getting rid of this pesky virginity. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's a, it is a weird thing. And like, but the, I think the eighties were particularly hung up on it. Like yeah. virginity in the eighties was like everything, like horror movies centered around yeah. virginity. Yeah. Okay. Maybe like this teen is where movies mm-hmm. all centered or like, it was our puritanical yeah. decade. Well, and yeah. it really was. It's also Real fairly plain that conservative. Bender's the only one who's not a virgin, right? Like the rest of them, there's no reason to assume any of them have had sex. Maybe Andrew, but he's but supposed to be such a jock. Like, oh, everybody oh yeah. yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. lied about it. Oh, I fucking I lied about it because I was like self conscious. I lied about it to my pastor. <laughs> <laughs> No, I've had, I've done it. I've been doing it a lot, Pastor I'm Dave. Not a, I'm not a cherry. <laughs> what do you think? I'm some sort of fucking cherry or something? <laughs> Oi! I fuck lots of butts. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Why don't you say? Why don't you go say twenty hail marys and go fuck yourself? <laughs> uh, you wouldn't know how. Anyway, I, oh. Hey. I feel I'm, I'm now. I'm just trying to catalog through the parts of the movie that we haven't touched on. Uh, I think that this movie does capture like a nostalgia. Like I have a lot of mixed feelings about the '80s. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I was born in '88, mm-hmm. and so I'm definitely like a product of the '80s. Uh, in mm-hmm. terms of like the literal sperm and egg joining. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I just mean because like both of my sisters are, I have two older sisters. So like the eighties is like, but how much older? Uh, my oldest sister's six years older than me. Okay. So she's, uh, is it 82? Yeah. 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 Okay. So like, uh, and I like the early nineties are such like a, like a weird <laughs> mashup of eighties stuff and nineties stuff. I feel stuff. like the beginning of every decade is sure. like a concentrated version of the previous decade. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, and, and like, just like Reaganomics, <laughs> like mm-hmm. Ronald Reagan, like the, and George and George Bush, mm-hmm. and then George W. Bush. Like that makes yeah. up so much of my childhood. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that it's like. Uh, but you're part, a nineties part... kid. I mean, let's sure, be clear. But okay. I just mean like it's part of my. It, there's a part of my sure. DNA that's uh, the eighties. That's and so, also part of what the eighties did to us as a culture. Like right. it just kind of became. But what my point was was yeah. that the like just talking about like the nostalgia of this movie, like mm. the feels of this movie. Like I definitely feel like I lived through the 80s even though i Mm, for sure did not live through (laughs) the 80s i feel you yeah Uh, and this movie i feel like is a perfect example of that where like i feel like i was a part of 1985 by watching this movie okay even though i was not alive in 1985 (laughs) sure uh and but i i like this movie a lot for that because it feels like and speaking of like the time capsuleness of it like it's a nice way to like look back and be like especially now in 2000 almost 2022 to be like man 1985 was a fucking different time yeah for sure um yeah. But the nostalgia is still there, and, and I think yeah, I'm, cl- I'm close enough to it that the nostalgia is still there uh-huh. for yeah, me. The, 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 that's why, and I'm going to keep saying this during this whole little, vine- this whole, uh, what are we calling these? An little- episode? Well, this oh. is this. <laughs> But the 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 field of dreams or whatever battle the unit the unit yeah the battle whatever we're calling it the series we're calling it the series the mini series I mean I struggle with this this whole mini series is I don't there is no subjective way to 
mm-hmm. value these movies against one another. I'm predicting that the next one and the next one are going to be like I can't, I can't. Watching this movie, like I love this movie. Yeah. I can see flaws. I can see reasons mm-hmm. to like think about it as being not so great here, and that's you know a little rough here. But I, it's too good. Yeah. I'm too emotionally attached attached to it to be a subjective objective about it. It's gonna, mm-hmm. be, it's gonna be a tough fight. Well, I'm no, with I'm, all. I'm these. laying the foundation for me to be like, we're not gonna do it. <laughs> like we're just, <laughs> we're just gonna get together and be like, it's gonna be a tie because I'm not gonna let it be a winner, right? Wow. I'm going to win. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, or, or just give it to Tucker because he's the only one without a, a point on the I board at point. this point. Because <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm, I don't see myself being capable. Well, I don't know. Let, let, let me wait until we watch it. Yeah, movies. let's watch it. I also love this movie a lot. Maybe I don't love Stand By Me as much as right. this movie. Maybe Tucker. Well, well, I didn't make it. <laughs> I um, nominated it, dick. It's fucking great. I think. Sure, I saw it. I think the, a lot of I the I think so. Flaws. I think I saw some of it. I think a what? lot. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm Weirdo. Kidding. <laughs> I, call, I, I may have got the tail end of it. I, on my I TBS. think I, I, read, yeah, I read. I watched it while I was on my phone. <laughs> oh, something about <laughs> a blueberry <laughs> pie eating contest. I saw like a minute of it. Um, <laughs> honestly, with the breakfast, with the Breakfast Club, because of the type of movie it is, and because it's a John Hughes movie, I think a lot of John Hughes movies have their warts. You know, like sure. they have their flaws, mm-hmm. but they the flaws almost make it better mm-hmm. in a sense some of them for sure um just in the way like i, I, I it kind of in, like uh uh encapsulates all of my feelings about like the 80s and the 90s of like there is a lot of stuff there's a lot of stuff from the 80s that i really like but there's also <laughs> like so much of it about it that sucks and the two together kind of like is what makes me appreciate the time mm. period for what it is, yeah, uh, and makes it interesting to me as a as a decade. Uh, so I feel like the stuff with like Bender being like pretty toxic towards Claire and mm-hmm. like assaulting her uh, for and like the the coarse language, like the dated language. Uh, and some of the way, like the dialogue is written, where like again, when like Andrew calls him a butthead, <laughs> like, yeah, it just yeah. doesn't ring. So it doesn't ring. It's not real. Uh, or it's not like. It's like bad. It's no. part of the movie that's not very good, <laughs> right? right? Whether this is yes. the same year as Back to the Future. What, whether yes. it's quality or, or dialogue or yeah. messaging or whatever. Yeah, it was the year of buttheads. It was a lot of um, But that's almost what makes it <clears throat> fun to go back and rewatch. Mm-hmm. It's like it's almost it adds to the flavor of it. It's like yeah. a, it's cool. almost like drinking like a harsh alcohol where you're like. I can, like, that's horrible, but I like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It kind of has that quality to it. And a lot of movies from this time kind of have that quality, mm. you know, where, like, the stuff that doesn't work about it gives it some some yeah, of its I get charm. You. I get you. I get you. And I think I'm, the 80s is the most, the decade that's the has that the most, where yeah. it's the most dated decade. <laughs> yeah. It was the most quickly dated. Like, by 1993, like, the 80s I were very realize, dated. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. true. You know I didn't mean? realize he wrote the vacation movies. Yeah. Oh, well, hell yeah, he dude. wrote vacation. I didn't no, he wrote European vacation and, and Christmas and vacation. Christmas vacation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the it, it, it originated <laughs> with uh, a piece he did kidding, in National Lampoon that he wrote. The and what? He wrote uh, the, National Lampoon he wrote about his family vacations and that's what started mm-hmm. yeah, the whole Yeah, 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 that's what yeah. I saw that here based on his Vacation 58. I just what? watched Christmas Vacation last night. Yeah, nice. that's a yeah. that's a fucking dynamite. Um 
It's curious that he's stopped fucking. I hate the music in that movie. I hate it, but I like it. He stopped directing, though. After Curly Sue. What is Curly Sue? I don't think I saw that. Sort of Jim Belushi joint. Yeah. But, I mean, just six years after this, right? Like, he had a spate there for about six years. He made features, I think. Yeah, where he. That's interesting. I wonder why he stopped directing. Because it's easier to just write. Because Curly Sue sucked. Like, it was. Yeah, but so what? Lots of people have things in there I mean he had yeah. six great movies before it or at least well, he had arguably that, fun he had a real hot streak yeah there for a little bit and then there's no reason to st- I mean but then he was just making bazillions of dollars off of movies he was writing and producing so yeah, and directing okay. is such a headache and directing I, is a, I, yeah. can, I can see I would that imagine. yeah I can see that I mean, I mean he's got that he's got that fucking home alone money and everything else after that he wrote baby's day out He's got that baby's day uh, out. He wrote, he wrote he Flubber. He wrote Home Alone 3. He wrote, he wrote Reach the Rock. <laughs> yeah. I'm reading it too, bud. I could see it. I didn't realize he died in 2009. I yeah. don't know why that skipped my my brain hole. You didn't know he died? I didn't remember. Oh. I mean, I'm sure when it happened, I had a moment of like, oh, shit. But yeah. when, when, what, I when love, did he die? Let me see this. 2009. No, he was I know, when in 2009? August 6th. August That's 6th, my birthday. Oh, PM. wow. I don't know the time. That's my birthday. Oh. That's cool. He died on my birthday in 2009. And you were like, whatever. Oh, so you should watch 16 Candles every year on your birthday. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really no. love, I've heard Molly Ringwald on, yeah. like, in A interviews. A couple things, yeah. And I, hearing her talk about her relationship with John Hughes yeah. is fascinating to me mm-hmm. yeah um i don't know it seems like such an interesting relationship and dynamic it seems mentorship yeah yeah i mean she it doesn't seems she fairly doesn't, wholesome yeah she doesn't she mm-hmm. doesn't I, she never feels like there's awkward pauses where she's trying to like not say the wrong thing about the guy or something i think mm-hmm. i think I, I you know as as problematic as some of the characters may or may not be i, I think I don't think he was a creep or a weirdo, right? Like that's not the impression I get from hearing her talk about him. Mm-hmm. Not from what I've heard. I, yeah, her oh, description not... of Sixteen Candles, uh, I heard recently on that Maya Bialik podcast, and she said there was things as problematic as that movie has proven to be over time, mm-hmm. and like and like not aged well. She said there was a lot of stuff that like was pulled out. By even the teenagers on the set or whatever reading the script, being like, no, 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 oh, no, no, really? no. Yeah. So he was I, the way she described it. At least, was it sounded like he was open to that kind of stuff yeah. of like registering that he's got it wrong, registering that like this isn't appropriate, but also capable of still being like, yeah, but I'm putting this in. Like some of the stuff right. still gets past that mm-hmm. editing board. And I don't know what I'm yeah. saying there, other than you know he was a, a guy with a, a capability of. of Admitting he was wrong and having faults, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. yeah which is nice. Yeah, sure. Michael that Hall is... in that. I saw a long <sighs> interview with him, and he talked about him a lot. And he was, he said that it was a really like even him as like a you know fifteen year old kid mm. was you know because he got he's... his start in vacation, which he wrote, and then oh gosh, and he was he like half twelve him, in that, right? He's like twelve, no. thirteen, okay, maybe yeah. thirteen, I think. Because I think he said he was fifteen when yeah. he was making Breakfast Club, but he gets mm, cast in no, I think Sixteen was, Candles. I think it was fifteen, seven. Okay. Whatever. I don't know. Well, anyway, but he's, uh, but he said that even, you know, as a kid, it was felt really collaborative with him that he was open to improv 
and mm. he'd hang out with them. He took them to blues bars and shit. And like, well, that's, like they that's were where he like, got that characterization for weird science. Yeah, that's <laughs> a, he talks about that because he does it in there too. He does it in Breakfast yeah, Club. Yeah, yeah. When he gets high, and that was like a, a character from like Sanford and Son or something they used to do for his family. Sure, he loved it. Yeah, and yeah. He said he did it at John's house at dinner. Oh yeah. And John Hughes thought it was so great he told him to do it. Yeah. Like that. And uh. But yeah, it's like a specific impression he's doing. <laughs> oh, he's a, of a specific guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I do love that Bender smoking a cigarette in the library before the pot scene. Yeah, like oh, yeah. when they're all just killing time, he's just smoking. A cigarette. Yeah, well, I feel and like that's almost was it... believable that that would be acceptable almost because I remember even in the '90s there was still like smoking deck outside. Ah, uh, sure. You know, and teachers yeah. were smoking, so it's not uh, like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess. It, I mean, I, it'd be I, noticeable. Smoking in the library, you're still not doing <laughs> yeah. that. Well, but he's also he's a bad boy. He is a bad boy. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I I I feel like that Miss pretty stinking? much. <laughs> I feel like that pretty I think much it might covers be stinking it. guys. Oh I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> forget you forget to put on deodorant this morning. I think so. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> my whole life's falling apart. I love you, buddy. I uh, <laughs> love you too. <laughs> um, How long have we been talking about this? Two hours. Jesus Christ! Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's. Right, let's, let's, let's God, we haven't even started, started yet. Okay. So okay. it starts with the hey. credits. Let's wind okay. it down. <laughs> okay. My last comment here. Okay. Okay. Oh. Let's wind this down. Okay. They're supposed to write a thousand-word essay, and not one word repeated over and over a thousand times. That and it is nice. It's and a he gives them it's a, a sheet of paper. Each, yeah, yeah, and a pencil. Well, a thousand words ain't that long, brother. No, it's not that long. <laughs> a thousand words isn't that long, but it's much longer than what Andrew's final mm-hmm. essay that he turns oh, in. Yeah. Is. Yeah, that, oh, yeah. That's like 400, 300 words tops, maybe 200. Don't you need at least two pages for a thousand words? No. Isn't it like 250 usually on a on a Well, a printed a page, paper? but uh, if you're writing on WordPerfect, it's three quarters of a page, maybe not even that. How do you do? How do you look yeah, up? Yeah, but we're not, they're writing it longhand. But like, my point it? is, is writing it long, and you'd be able to cover a thousand words pretty easily, even if you had to flip the page over. Oh, hold all on, right. I'm going to count all the. I mean, I have his letter right here, oh, so I'm going to count. count it. Oh, words. you can cut it and paste it in Word, and it'll count for you. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Oh. He knows what to do. Oh, sorry. Uh, He's 90, not taking shop over here. Nine, yeah. He did. He he did 97 <laughs> words. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. maybe 150 was my thought. But how yeah. many words on <laughs> wide ruled? <laughs> Sheet of paper. <laughs> what a fucking That's asshole. Average. <laughs> 500 words. Oh, you can words. get 500 on a single what? sheet? Fi- mm-hmm. Wide rule. On, nobody's fr- writing on one wide side? Ruled. On one side. Well, nobody's per side. nobody's right. writing on wide rule in high school, you guys. What are you talking about? So college about? ruled? Hey, this is Vernon's paper. Oh my God. <laughs> I can oh, look at college ruled nonsense. too, dude. College ruled. No, we're, we're covered. I just college ruled is going to be more. So. Yeah, college Fine. 500 words per side. He was erring on the side of wide. Oh, wait. No. Wait, that's rules. what I just said. No, wide is going to be fewer. Wide, college I know. Rules I know. I so, looked up wide, but the... F- so if wide covers it, so oh, college obviously covers it. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. Also... Oh, no, it's 250 words per side for a ha, wide ha! <laughs> That's what I said! You guys are idiotic. You're right. How big are you writing? Like, you Huge! Guys are you guys are dumb. Huge. You guys are dumb. Um, anyways, I, I, I think... Dylan's being abusive. You're an asshole. You guys are dumb. You guys are dumb. You guys are dumb. So rude. Um, I love the Breakfast Club. I feel good about it being my pick. Mm -hmm. I don't feel. I do too. I don't know necessarily that it's going to win. At the end of the day, I hate you for even still. But regardless of what the winner is, I I feel like. um, What? 
there's no winner in this category is my point mm. there's, there's no gonna be a winner uh, you just don't winner. i feel there like dylan's just trying to prep himself for being the loser mm, I think right so. oh my god he just doesn't want to be the loser <sighs> you don't want to be the loser I, I will say this if the breakfast club air quote wins it's because <laughs> we all three have like deep well, yeah. emotional connections to this film right of course Yes. And, and I'm going to guess that we have less deep emotional connections to both Tucker and Mai's pick as a collective. Maybe. I have I deep know. emotional connections to mine, but I don't. Not I intentionally, okay. I intentionally, no, I intentionally pick it because I don't register that as being a universal thing. It's mm-hmm. just for me. I know. I have it. And mm-hmm. when I, I, I watch Danny all the time. Oh, you have? Kid. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, so, I'm yeah. Maybe I'm it's, what you're saying sounds a lot like what a loser would say. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. All right. No, I change it. I take it back. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking torpedo the Breakfast Club when it comes to the fucking... I am going to be ruthless about how awful oh, this man. movie is. Uh, but I, I, I do it love... Makes no fucking sense. You don't this. get to dance around in the library like this. Uh, I, uh, I love this <laughs> yeah. movie. I love it for its flaws, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Uh, Damn, that sounds like something somebody's trying to make up for something would say. Well, I know I play the game. Don't hate the <laughs> don't hate the player, I hate the game. <laughs> You're like, that's what I've been saying. I hate the game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no, this movie's it's fantastic. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Oh, um, yeah. Where did it fall? Uh and it's cozy. It's so fucking I feel like cozy. it's a cozy Jesus movie. Christ. It's like the definition of yeah. cozy. Yeah. It's a cozy. What movie. uh where like what did it what did it make box office? Oh yeah. yeah. The budget was let's do that. The budget was what? The budget? 15 million maybe? 20? Uh, <laughs> it's a Tucker can't see it. <laughs> you said you said 20 million? 15? Oh, I say 10 million dollars budget. 1 million dollars. Oh wow. Really? Yeah. Okay. And then it made 85 85 million? I'm going to say it made like uh, maybe 50 not 85. Million. No, oh, 19, 50 million. 51 million. 51 million. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then, yeah. but Back to the Future is that same year, and that movie raked in like mm-hmm. 300 million or something. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, wow. so it I wasn't. No, I'm interested. Could you? Uh, yeah, 388 million. Okay. So, where did okay. this movie fall on that year? Well, I guess the 388 was the top. It was probably in the, yeah. not even the top 10. That was 10. a big year, though. There was yeah, it a was. Lot of, yeah, it probably wasn't even the top 10. Huge year, huge. fucking huge. Okay, listen, listen to this. You got Rambo two. Yep. You got Rocky <laughs> four. So listen to this. Back to the Future, First Blood Part two, Rocky four, The Color Purple, Out of Africa, Cocoon, The Jewel of the Nile, Witness, The Goonies, Witness. and Spies Like Wait, Us. Jewel of the fucking... Nile was more successful than this. Jewel of the Nile made yeah. seventy five thousand or ninety six million dollars. Not great of a sequel. No, but everybody. I mean, I love that first one. Dude, the Romance yeah, of the Stone was terrific. So where did this fall on that year? And I know I can look this up on my own. I don't know. Fun. Oh, I thought you were looking at Box Office Mojo. <laughs> I'm looking at the top 10 on oh. Wikipedia. I just have a uh, bookmark of the the year. Like mm. a like a Box Office Mojo thing on my computer. Oh. On my computer. <laughs> on your computer. <laughs> my computer, has a, my, my computer has a Facebook has Facebook on it. bring it next time so we have that valuable resource. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> just talk about it all the time. <laughs> I think it's box office budget. I can't remember what the I don't. I found it when I was trying to pick movies for CCR. Creedence Clearwater Revival. Yes, they asked me for movies every week. Oh, comedy yeah. cinema remix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would go down and then I would go down to the bottom of the page oh and like see God. what were the worst movies of the year. <laughs> nice. 
It just took me to. Why did it take okay, me? Okay, I'm gonna just do this since you're inept. Let's see. <laughs> Box office mojo. <laughs> Not 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 Knox Office That's Mojo. What are you talking Knox about? Knox Office. Because I, I it, yeah, obviously it wasn't even top ten. That's interesting. That it would. Uh... Back to the Future, Rambo two, and Rocky, Rocky four. Those yeah, are the that's top a three. Stallone had a movie. Big year. Yeah, he did. So did Spielberg. Well, dude, he's coming hot he had... off of Rhinestone the year before. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Spielberg had uh, Color Purple up there yeah. too. So he was. Yeah. Steven Spielberg, you know, he, and that guy needed a win by then. Yeah, you know, point. I still hope something happens for so him. I hope that guy gets some good shit. I just feel like, you know, he's due for a break. Yeah. Dude, what is with him? He's an unreal filmmaker. Yeah, he's great. What he did with that West Side Story, I, I, I just, can't wait. What mm. the fuck, dude? This guy is, it's like he is filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Like, he can just do it. Right. I, it would be interesting to see a documentary about him making a movie. Oh yeah, like on the set. Because there's got to be. Because I'm I've seen a lot of movies and some of them don't work. Yeah. But how does he put all that together like he does? It's yeah, consistently. Consistently, right? Mm-hmm. Good lord. It doesn't have an all-time rankings for it. I can't. Okay, I'll look it up later. Yeah, God, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bring that uh, information next week. Okay, what are we watching next week? What are we watching next oh. week? I guess it should go in uh, since you won the last one and he kind of came in second. Mm-hmm. Did I? Well, I no, think Krampus everyone was kind of. Yeah, yeah, Krampus came in second. Kind of. Uh, and Krampus if we weren't black so Christmas do we want to go Annie or do we want to go stand by me? We could just flip a coin too. I don't. I don't know that we have you to. You got a coin? Hmm. Yeah. We could roll a dice, too. <laughs> Check this out. What <laughs> is your problem? What are you? Are you a homeless person? <laughs> Tucker just, this, for the I, listener, Tucker just uh, he dumped, like, dumped a bucket of coins. <laughs> like a, a buck 83 in coins on the table and a guitar pick. Guitar pick and a, a key. key. To oh, something. it's a key. He it's had pennies in his pocket. Who? You have more... Sh- Dude, okay, here's the story. Dude, dude. what is I had, happening? I had over a couple there. coins in my pocket, and, and they then multiplied. Um, my uh, my car died this week. Like it's dead. I had uh, to jalopy jungle it. It's oh, gone. Sh- that sucks. Shit. We're down to one car, so we're having a problem. So I cleaned out my car and just grabbed all the change out of the cup holder and put it in my pocket. <laughs> oh, oh dude, I'm sorry. That really yeah, sucks. It was part of why this week is so shitty. No but, shit. Yeah, oh, that's well, a bummer. Now I feel bad making fun of you while you were in the bathroom. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> I'll listen to it and be like, oh, fucker. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> How dare he? <laughs> anyway, I can flip this coin. You want heads or tails for Annie? Uh, heads. Tails. Okay. Stand by me. When the night uh-huh, has come. come. Wah, 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 and the land is done. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. That does it for us here. We'll be back next week watching and talking about Stand By Me. Stand then we'll be doing me. Annie, and then we'll battle it out to see which uh, of these Feels of Dreams movies is going to be <laughs> the most feelish of the dreamers. I hate you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the winner, the number one winner. Uh, someone's definitely going to be the biggest loser. <laughs> the biggest loser. <laughs> the weakest link. Goodbye. You're fired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Wait, I had notes. Did I say anything in here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You wasteoid, you aren't going to blaze up in here. That's what I had there. Neo uh, Maxi nice. Zundweeby. Maxi Zundweeby. Yeah. I bet, um, see, I burned that on our, our text thread, so oh, I didn't yeah. want to <laughs> say that. Some of those, some of those <laughs> things John Hughes wrote didn't take off. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. Neo Maxi Zundweeby, everyone from about my age. We know uh, what it's from, but no yeah. one used it. Well, no, okay, sure. Nobody, yeah, okay. It's um, it's not fetch. So. I think it's Latin fetch. for dweeb. <laughs> <laughs> Latin for dweeb. Um. Anyways, uh, yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. Do all that normal podcast stuff you always hear. And uh, until next time, uh, cry I'm macho, macho shitters. shitters, neo maxis and dweebies. <laughs>